It's tabletop time. I'm Jazza. I'm Rob. I'm Narrator Dave. And I'm Jen. Look at that. We've got a whole crew. And this is our first one shot back after four and a half years on hiatus. We all just. Oh my God. So you're going to meet new people, old people, like Rob. He's an old person. And it's good. Well, the cast will generally rotate from time to time, but this is a group you're probably going to become acquainted with somewhat familiarly because we have a campaign planned that we're going to start reasonably soon. But today we're going to just be running a one shot and we'll get into that very, very shortly. I just wanted to start off by mentioning that we're recording this live on Twitch. So if you want to join, we're actually going to be attempting to stream weekly on Tuesday nights at about 9pm, 8.30, 9pm Australian Melbourne time and there'll be time conversions on the Twitch page. Um, other than that, there's a podcast. So some of you might be listening to this on a podcast. And if you want to listen to it on a podcast, if you're driving and doing all that good stuff, it will be in all the places that serve podcasts to your ear holes in the places that you listen to them. So Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and uh, what's the one that I'm actually distributing it on? Uh, Anchor. Very good platform. Uh, and then last but not least, I should say we're using Cogent Roleplay, the system developed by Shadden myself. But enough with the preamble. Let's tell a story together today. I am very excited. Yay. So this is going to be based in the world of my uh, Ultimate Character Design 2, which will be releasing on the main channel, my YouTube channel, Jazza, tonight with this one shot. <laughs> Let's hope it is good. <laughs> no pressure. Um, but basically, the world setting that you will all be playing in is one of fallen angels. You are on a floating continent above the world of Mortar. Mortar, whereupon the mortals dwell. Just pause for effect there. <laughs> I was say, we need the real shot back. I know, I, don't, I lost my drum mm. sound effect thing. We can just do it with mouth. Um, where on Immortar, the island that floats, the immortals, the angels that used to communicate from the goddess Asala to the people on Mortar dwell. Uh, but it is a world of fallen angels now because a long, not actually, not that long ago, about 18, 19 years ago, uh, there was an event that happened called the fall where all at once all of the angels lost their wings and their power. To put it short, it is suspected through the archives and history and the stories people tell that the most powerful of the angels, known as the Seraphim, of which there were seven, and there were also other pretty powerful ones, but the Seraphim were the powerful ones, were getting so powerful that, uh, and by the way, the way that Asala got her power was by using her angels to preach, to teach, and to message the people of Morta. Uh, but the most powerful angels were becoming more powerful because of the fear and faith that the people on Morta had in them, as well as Asala. And eventually, some of the most powerful angels were actually sneakily going down and getting that praise for themselves. So it wasn't great for Asala. She was weakening as her most powerful angel children were gaining much, much strength. And eventually uh, she was just like, all right, she, as a, being a pretty jealous god uh, and losing her power and being pretty pissed at this form of rebellion was like, that's it. If I'm going down, you're going down with me. So all at once, the angels lost their wings. They lost their power. 
And during the fall, most of the angels died because a lot of them were flying. Uh, most of them between Earth and, uh, sorry, Morta and Immorta. So falling, very dramatic heights. Uh, on top of falling, losing their power also meant some of the uh, magics uh, that were keeping them a certain age were diminishing very rapidly. Some disappeared instantly. Some of the more powerful angels clued into what was happening and managed to fight it off a little bit. So there are some who were older, uh, but no older than a couple of hundred years old. In general, most people died. Uh, some of the angels that landed on Mortar and survived, they were closer or they were already down there, were seen by the mortals as discarded angels by Asala and killed uh, because they were either jealous or they believed that they were not holy anymore or whatever it was. So you, the player characters of, of our campaign, are uh, fallen angels in one sense or another, either born without wings and just basically human. Like, there isn't a, a really distinct difference aside from the lineage. Um, and some will have been angels with wings and remember the fall. Uh, but all of you, uh, the thing you have in common is the character that you're friends with, which is what the ultimate character design was based on, uh, a young lad age of 18, uh, who was born during the fall, uh, who is, his name is Orion. Uh, I'll go into uh, a little bit of detail on him. In fact, oh, I should have shown you pictures of the things. This is the, this is what it used to be like oh, cool. when it was like the, nice. when the angels were preaching and stuff. And then Is that a mortal this, blinded by That the is angel? the mortal, and that is the immortal angel. This is some seraphims. So oh, cool. Just to give you some ideas, mm. there's a more good one and there's a naughty one. The more powerful ones <laughs> no, have the one. ability to channel their power into their appearance. Uh, so the good ones, some of the more righteous and holy connected ones to Asala, had like six wings or glorious flowing white hair, like that floaty look. And some of the darker ones who were particularly sneaky or conniving started to look pretty, pretty dark. Um, you know, claws and all that stuff, but also were quite like secretive, didn't end up going on Immorta very much and started to create their own followings and, and uh, tribes essentially on Morta. So that's that. I'll show you a picture of the fall. This is the fall. By the way, anyone watching this who hasn't seen the video on the main channel, by the time this comes out, will be out there, so I'll make sure that's linked in the description. But that is a picture of, of an angel who has fallen and survived, but very quickly is probably going to be killed by the humans who... The other thing is worth mentioning, that the angels have all had it pretty easy. So they're not very well trained in general. They're not very competent in anything other than being angels. So all of a sudden, when they lose their power and their mystical abilities, they're pretty weak. They're pretty under average in general. And the humans who are jealous or, or scared were pretty, uh, you know, unresisted in their ability to kill them. That's a lovely way of... It, I guess. So this is your friend. That's all I'm showing you. That is Orion. That is how you know Orion. Sorry, it's not like the greatest picture, but everyone watching this. But Orion is a you know fairly unassuming young lad. He's a librarian. Uh, 
he, uh, he's always been very studious, had lots of questions. Now, to sort of set the world a little bit more, the world of Immorta that you all live upon is very much... What was the word you used for Greek-Roman? Gre- Greco-Roman. Is that That's a, all I used. Is that the, like a proper word for it? Yeah. That's cool. Greco-Roman. So very much... Or Olympian. Pillars like and... Yeah, About. yeah. Sort of like think the Olympian heaven or... Uh, what is it? Is it Elysium? Or is that the that's the Greek heaven? Anyway, or like the anyway, think the Hercules heaven. Yeah. <laughs> that one. It's kind of like that, but if it all of a sudden weren't magic and twenty years later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of a sudden people have had to try and figure out how construction works. It's a big floating island, so it's like somewhere between a country and a continent and very far away from the earth, so it sort of looks sort of like a moon to the people on mm-hmm. Mortar. But, um, yeah, people have to figure out society. And speaking of society, there is no leadership per se. There is only one known remaining seraphim who is known to not have died uh, and aged quite severely but has become a recluse um, and is is never really seen. So people might have followed him as a leader, uh, but that's not a mantle he took upon himself. Otherwise... The, the uh, land of Immorta itself has started to try and develop trades and some competence because it's had to. Um, but in general, there, with no real politics, there is just a lot of religion and there is no set religion. And there is a lot of religious turmoil. So in the last uh, five years in particular, it's become quite heated. Very atheistic people who know God is dead and are telling everyone else they're fools for thinking about otherwise and it's getting very angry. Also some very devout religious people who get very angry at the notion of God being dead and they threaten each other and there's a lot of fighting and blah, blah, blah. So it's very heated and the culture of the religion in general is much, very much like the, um, what was the word that we use for the people who, philosophers who sort of stand around and they all have different plinths and some have large followings. There's a lot of preaching. Some are more convincing than others, but there are lots of veins of different uh, religions and beliefs, all very heated. Um, But the main one in general is like the fairly neutral, Asala may come back one day, I will have faith, but I don't necessarily shove it in people's faces. (laughs) You know. So that's, I think that sets the tone for the world. The other thing worth mentioning is that in the last couple of years, there have been intermittent, I, I guess you could call it turbulence, <laughs> like in an aeroplane when you feel that dropping sensation, mm-hmm. not particularly violent, but a bit of that in the last few years. And then in the last few months in particular, there have been a couple of more nosebones, sort of like akin to earthquakes. And most have shrugged it off, but some are a little like... It's a Sala coming back or, you know, trying to associate it with something or maybe it's the effect of our prayers and, and that feeling we're all getting is that raising of that, you know, we're, we're flying again, we don't need our wings, you know. It's very much a heated topic of debate for some. So that is the world we're in. Um, and you all somewhat know Orion by being uh, around him in similar circles of I don't know if you'd call it worship, but theology, I guess. Um, sharing similar learnings and stuff. Uh, there, there aren't particularly formal educations or schools. Uh, it is that in its place of politics and education is, is really the philosophy and religion. So let's introduce our characters, starting off with Robert, who is Carpathian 
take it away, Rob. Yeah, I don't know if I'll see it. But yeah, go for yeah, it. Cool. Yeah, just pop All it right. in this way. That way? My bad. All right. So we have Carpathian, who is a uh, kind of uh, militaristic preacher, very strict, very for Asala. Um, before the fall, because he was actually uh, alive before the fall, um, he was an archivist and he's kept that job uh, post-fall. Um, so he, you know, has records of information about uh, the history of the gods and the seraphim and, and so on. Um, and he uses his information to preach about the, the return of Asala to try and bring people back to the cause to worship her. Um, uh, in terms of features, he's very... Uh, is, is what is Aesthetic? No. There's a word for it. Like a traditional sort of Greek... Like he's very monk. philosopher look, <laughs> monkish. Uh, he, he doesn't have much, right? He, he wears pretty much a robe, and he and he abstains from uh, immortal pleasures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're all basically just humans. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, he he abstains from things that would be seen as like gluttonous and so on. So he he's very skinny. He wears nothing but like a coarse robe. Um, he's bald. He's got blue eyes, big nose. Real big nose, like bulbous, big ears, and a really long, flowy beard that is, is plaited. Cool. Yeah. And he works as a, a, a as an archivist, so he's a cataloger of information and, and, a, and a preacher. Now, did you mention your disabling characteristic? Oh yes. During the fall, he was injured, so he's actually got a disabling characteristic of feeble, which means he has a negative one in strength. So um, he's about fifty-five years old. Fifty-five. Uh, yeah. And I, obviously, during the good old days, yep. which was only twenty years ago. Yep. He probably, well, yeah, he was 30, but he probably looked prime age. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Aged 15 years all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, he, he's very intelligence-focused as an archivist. I guess prior to the fall, there probably wasn't as much a need for the, the physical astro- attributes as there would be now, having to adapt to a, a world as essentially immortal. Um, so he's kept that kind of uh, intelligence aspect and, and the scholarly kind of uh, archive yeah. aspect. So What hair colour? He's bald. Bold, but it's, it's beard. A white beard. White, white beard. beard. Okay, cool. Yeah, Thank cool. you very much. Good to meet you, Carpathian. It's a cool name. Carpathian. <laughs> Carpathian. Carpathian. Oh, that's good. I like it. All right, Dave, take it away. All I feel right. like we haven't even properly introduced Dave and Jen, who oh. no one's met yet. That's right. Dave and Jen, everyone. <laughs> you'll you'll get to know them very well over time. But Gabe. for now, let's meet Gabriel. Gabe or Gabriel. Uh, so Gabe is an 18-year-old. He was born after the fall, uh, so he's never known the life in the skies. Uh, Gabe is sort of um, got a, a swimmer's physique, uh, so he's quite lean and fit, um, but he's a little bit bookish and nerdy. He's got um, sort of beaming, overly uh, naive blue eyes and um, a short crop of messy, sandy blonde hair. And he runs around in your traditional, like, toga sort of, you know, off one shoulder thing. Um, like but, young Hercules, like yeah, but not but nearly not as far. Not he's as like lean. No, no, like you know, young Hercules when he's like running around and clutching oh, into things, yes, but just yep, less yep. clutzy, not clumsy. Lanky. But sure, yeah, like a more normal young Hercules. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, so he um, he is a scribe at the library uh, where Orion works. And um, he took that job, actually, to get closer to and befriend Orion. So he's sort of seen Orion in the circles of philosophers sitting at events. And, um, they could have been friends similar in age, teenagehood. So yeah, so they've been friends for a while, but um, there's a kind of a distance 
uh, building between them, but um, Gabe kind of wants the opposite of that, and he doesn't understand why Orion is becoming more distant um, when he wants to become closer. So, um, yeah, he's pretty much... I've, I've started him out to be fairly... Um, like, he's not good at any one thing in particular because he's really young, but, like, he's fairly athletic. He plays, like, he throws javelin and shot put and does all the athletic games, and he practices, um, like, martial sword play more as a form of, like, dance or kata or demonstration. Um, so he's a little bit talented in a few ways, but um, generally he is a generalist um, with intelligence and reflexes as a focus, and he does have a disabling characteristic which is that he is impressionable. He's very, um, he's very believing and easy to be convinced. Great. Thank you very much. Maybe let's wrap up with just a couple of physical things for people who may want to draw things. fan art or do participate in UCD too. So a bit of a facial hair description, he's, skin, d- clothes. Like you've got the toga got the thing. hair and the toga what and the color build was and the, the blue again? eyes and the sandy blonde sandy kind blonde of hair. short and like curly. Cool. Uh, not too sh- like mid lean athletic, lean athletic, um, and and a little bit cherubic. Great, he's young Hercules. Young Hercules, uh, young Hercules less orange very, hair, very bold in features. He's no, I mean like while he's a skinny kid before he gets god. Even <laughs> then, he's he's a bit long. It's going to be stop fan calling it's him young Hercules. Young Hercules. Stop young Hercules. All of the fan art is going to be young Hercules. <laughs> Jen, please introduce Artemis. Okay, so. Throw it on there. Um, so Artemis is a uh, she's twenty five. She's old, um, very short. Um, kind of you wouldn't pick that she's twenty five years old. Very young and like delicate in appearance. Brown hair, um, green eyes, big round glasses. It looks pretty much like a little bit of a stereotypical nerd. But she has a big heart um, and is someone that would rather defend than fight. Um, before she was an angel and. Um, she served under someone else um, and she got like served pretty hard like she had to do a lot of chores but unfortunately that was just the life for her Um, when the fall happened she decided that it was a chance for her to explore the world a lot more Um, so she wanted to know more about the animals and the plants and all that fun stuff um, and kind of to get away from um, being under someone's control so she's a little bit athletic. Um, she's got good survival skills, which is awesome. And she is uh, got some shield skills in her as well. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you very much. Nice. Cool. Did we do visual description? Yeah, colour? So brown, brown short hair, um, usually tied up, um, big round glasses and just short and lean physique. Great. Yeah. Very exciting. By the way, in general, most people wear like togas and robes and mm. it's all very still post-angelic and... High Greek sort of visuals. So. All right, so that is our introduction. And let me s- begin by uh, shifting to a different document on, on my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in the last uh, few months, Gabe in particular, who has spent the most time of any of our play characters with Orion, has noticed him becoming more distant. In particular, they have spent a lot of time in the libraries together and they used to philosophise and spend a lot of time together um, kind of carelessly, very very much uh, something they shared and enjoyed and looked forward to. But more and more, uh, Gabe has noticed that Orion uh, has sometimes been in the library when he hasn't told Gabe. And been a little like, oh, would, I thought you'd tell me that. And uh, often Orion would sort of 
just messing it, you know, sort of convincing, oh, yeah, you know, I was just, uh, I left something behind or, you know, it sort of starts at that. But there have been more of those and especially in the last uh, few weeks in particular, um, like he had taken to growing his hair long and sort of been keeping in the background. But over the last few weeks in particular, he's always worn a hood, not to hide his face, but just, he's just cut, like rugging up a lot, wears a lot of robes, just really seems extra introverted lately and always something on his mind and his expression often looking quite desperate when he doesn't realise he's being watched um, his, the things he's listening to and he's always been very fond of listening to the debates, listening to everyone's perspective because it's been very interesting, he, he grew up without you know, the age of angels um, and hearing everyone's different ways that they've adapted has been very intriguing to him. He's a very switched on person. But uh, in the last few weeks, he's he's sort of everything seems to not be as interesting to him except for uh, things relevant to the ways things were as angels, things, the ways sh- they should have been and how it might be going that way again, how it will get that way again, um, which isn't uncommon. So it's not particularly noticeable, but just the way that he's tuned into that and in what circumstances has been different. Um, in particular, Carpathian, uh, who works at the libraries and does a lot of the archiving, um, you uh, let people into the different areas and stuff, and you have noticed that Orion in particular has uh, been going to different places and asking to see different things. Um, now, his father, uh, Amphitaron, Amph- Amphitaron? <laughs> I'm sticking with you're, it. You're the boss. Um, was the scribe back in the day, back in the good old days, to Cygnus, who, which is the name of the only known surviving seraphim, who no one has seen for a long time. Uh, but Amphitaryon has also become pretty reclusive, but just much more in the observant way and, and uh, sort of resigned to the sadness of the way things are. He, he saw the gloriest of the glory days. Uh, but he's very much been focused on looking after his son. Um, but he he had set up a lot of the archival stuff as the scribe of one of the most powerful seraphim. Um, so uh, I guess there's probably some connection that your character uh, will have made there. Otherwise, that's pretty much it. And Artemis, I think there's a fondness that you've always had for each other, you and Orion. He's been very much that gentle type of character, very much caring and he has always really admired your affinity for nature and um, always has questions for you because you've always discovered things and you have ha- always have sketches and he loves calling you art because of your drawings <laughs> so that is uh, that is how you've known him but then in the last few weeks in particular it's started, something has changed a tone has changed, People, you're not able to get a hold of him, he's dismissive he's almost always in a rush to get somewhere or maybe just in a rush to get away from you which is not like him and and for the last two days he's just been AWOL, he, he's been missing no one knows where he is and it's starting to get a bit worrying so let's just say we our scene begins, our story begins in the libraries where it would have been one of your usual days to meet and, and uh, debate a few months ago would have felt like a completely different thing but all of a sudden the sky seems a little greyer outside and things seem a little quieter and sadder. And where is Orion? Not there. 
So I'm just sitting there? Maybe waiting in the library. Okay. It's quiet. There, is, there are some people bustling around. It just it seems quieter than usual. It's not that it is, but it feels quieter. So Gabe is uh, sort of putting some scrolls away behind a thing, and every time there's a brief shuffle, he sort of darts his head up and looks between some books and leans out, waiting to see Orion arrive, and is disappointed to find that he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually finishes his chores for the day and begins to walk towards the centre of the library to go home. As you're walking out, you walk past someone you have also noticed recently uh, who has attended similar sermons, um, but you know her as being very bitter. Her name's Nicole, and she hates the way things are. She remembers the, the fall, and uh, she seems a little dark these days too, wants things to be the way they were almost at any cost. Everyone's attitude seems to be shifting fairly rapidly too. You're noticing a tonal shift because there have been three turbulent drops quite noticeable in the last three weeks. Yep. So it feels like something's coming and no one can quite put their finger on it. What does Gabe think of this? What does Gabe think of the occurrence? The current situation and also... Uh, Sorry, Carpathian. Yes. <laughs> Rob's character. My apologies. I'm, gonna get I'm assuming my character is still in the, the library. In right? the library. So you'll be seeing Gabe walking out. Um, and I'm assuming, let's say Artemis, you're walking in to the library. <laughs> so you're all familiar with each other. I mean, I feel like I would just be watching him leave, making sure he doesn't have any of my books. Mm-hmm. So you work at the library, right? Well, I'm, I'm an archivist. It makes sense for him to work at the library, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cataloging old manuscripts and so on. Um, I feel like if there's people doing... Uh, if there's people doing some like like reading, I'd be probably critiquing them if I yeah. think it's uh, adverse or, or, or against um, a, a, a sala, or if I've noticed trends in, in the works they're reading, I'd be like, mm. I just rolled a destiny roll to see if Gabe was carrying any books. I got a two. He is carrying two fairly restricted books that are not meant to leave the library. <laughs> Perhaps it was due to absent-mindedness, Gabe, because your attention has been somewhat I, torn. Actually, because um, I've seen Orion leafing through them, and I just want to know what he's looking into. But he didn't take them out of the library, and I don't want to be seen reading them. If that's if I if I see him leaving the library, I am after him very slowly because I'm feeble. Okay, um, I'm yelling at him though, um, and if I have anything to throw, I will definitely try to throw it at him. While screaming. Do you want to roll a aim throw check? <laughs> Should do it. You passed me far too many dice. <laughs> you, well, I'm just take empty in the board. <laughs> you fail. <laughs> he feebly throws a few scrolls he's like, throwing, but they go like 20 degrees in the wrong direction. I just imagine a chalk duster like hitting someone in the head that's like nowhere near where he was. I'd like to roll perception to see if I even notice. Three, two. two. Wow. I should have set a t- challenge level. I'm um, assuming you should say I'm going to say you notice. There's okay. a hobbling man who's like, what are you saying? What are you doing? Get back here with those scrolls. <laughs> what are you talking about? Those um, in your bag. Uh, oh. Uh, what? The, oh, sorry. I, I must have forgotten to put them away. I've got, um, I've got like, shot put practice later, so I didn't. <laughs> I'll put them back. Sorry, uh, sir. Can I, like, take them off him and then, like, 
You can try if he resists. Can, can I just put my hand out and look at him sternly? I just mm-hmm. put them immediately into your hand and I'm like, yeah, sauce. I'm going to go through them, commenting on them, being like, hmm, mm. controversial writing. Uh, is it? I didn't read it. Roll a perception check. Uh, Carpathian. Carpathian. Would you like me to roll Carpathian. perception? Carpathian. I'm lying. Perception? Perception. Oh. Okay, well, I got five to me. This is going to be a challenge level. Oh, wait, it's plus int, isn't it? Yeah, challenge level three. It's plus everything. How many dice have you got? Uh, Base three. Solid amounts. Plus two plus plus one perception. One, two, three. You got three? Four. 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 This symbol is is a six. These books aren't about anything of note. But you notice there's a little wear around a section in particular towards the sort of back middle area where someone will have been leafing through quite recently and you flip it open and you notice it's about wings, um, but not about wings people have been familiar with. Mm. Every angel who remembers or doesn't remember what things were like, it always takes the same picture except for the seraphim, which is just there. Like dove wings on the back of a person. I just see this. But there are these pictures that you turn to that depict very strange wings that seem like, that that don't seem like they're an artifact of history. Yeah, like almost like bat wings, some almost looking like flowing snakes, but, but out of light. And, you know, just an interesting, very odd particular. Am I likely of doing being? Uh, let's try again. Am I likely to have been familiar with this work before? No, it was very much, uh, I guess, archived in an area that was quite disorganised and from back when uh, the fall sort of happened, and there was That's like my peak time. in particular, amph- you, you connect that Amphitryon, uh, who was the scribe for, I got Cygnus the, mm-hmm. um, the Seraphim, uh, was. If if you think back, you remember those areas in particular were of note. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was focusing on organising those uh, twenty years ago. Okay, with something of a frenzy that has stuck with you. Yep. Okay. I mean, like uh, inquisitive nature. I feel like my character would want, probably want to read into that more and go through that book. So you take the book. Do you say anything to Gabe? Scream. <laughs> Yeah, uh, get out of here, praise be to Asala. Art enters the room and bumps into Gabe as Gabe is about to head out. Oh, sorry there, fella. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Hi. What are you doing here? Oh, I just got this big book Where's of... Where's Orion? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I haven't seen him around lately. Oh. Have you seen him? Uh, yeah, recently. Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. He's been really busy lately that you wouldn't have seen him. Oh, okay. Hmm. I'm a bit worried about him, to be honest. Oh, are you? I'm, I'm sure he's fine. He's just, he's got a lot on his mind. Hmm. I want you both to roll a perception check. You're both talking you about your friend and recalling at the same time. And uh, maybe or maybe not things pop into your mind, depending on what role you get. As to the things you might have noticed or recall with each other. What's the challenge level? 
uh, it will vary based okay. on what you give me. So you got a, four successes. You got four successes. So all of a sudden, things seem to be connecting with you. What do you roll, Artemis? Also four. Four. So there's something about when you bump into each other, there there was a connected kinship between the three of you younger people um, where you're just picking up on, on things that you, you remember. I'm like, uh, in partic- like Artemis, you recall that one of the last sermons that you had attended, uh, he'd left very quickly and he seemed to be crying. But you didn't, mm. No, you didn't recall what was being preached. You didn't see it. It was very obscure. But it, it sort of stuck with you and you sort of shut it away as, oh, you know, maybe he's going through something. Okay. But all of a sudden there's coming up, oh, you know, he hasn't been seen for a while. Mm. Um, and Gabe, you've just in particular really seen that he's very much uh, not making eye contact and hiding his body and he's just not there. So... It might occur to you to go check on him. (laughs) But where would he be? With his dad at home. Maybe. (laughs) I'm going to go check on him. Um, I might come too. Just tag along. Sure, of course. Yep. The scrolls that they're using in the library, even if they're taking them out, are they they recorded who's taking them? That's your job. So, yes. Yeah. Um, So, after my review of the content, I feel like because of the wear and tear on the specific pages, I'd be looking back in the history to find out what's happening there. Is that Great, cool? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to use a destiny roll for that, uh, if we can clear the play space. So this is a destiny roll to see what Carpathian discovers in looking back. Ooh, 18! There is a strange interconnected clarity between the texts. Not necessarily the name of the texts, but when... It, when you think back to not only the books that he was looking at, but the sections he was looking in and the sections of the books Mm -hmm. that he was reading, which all of a sudden you recall seeing him flick through and you're connecting the books and all this stuff together because you have a very good memory for this sort of thing. There is a lot about the darker magic. uh, I wouldn't call it magic, I guess, but the darker angelic presences and powers of some of the darker seraphims um, and it, all quite actually menacing stuff, quite out of character for what you had observed from a distance that uh, Orion seemed to be like. I want to go to him or go to where he lives, but I feel like it would be my character to get a posse, and by that I mean like a group of like-minded individuals that preach the world of Asala to go and find this person that is obviously interested in or, you know, assumably interested in the the darker aspects of the... Mm. Um, is it in in Carpathian's mindset to go in with the mind to clean or purge yes. or convince? So it's like you're like purge time or is it like... Uh, it, it not, not kill him, <laughs> but... Um, forcibly convert him. <laughs> well, just like the good Which old is, days. <laughs> no one expects down. Carpathian. Yeah. Great. Um, well, you notice two whippersnappers uh, who bumped into each other with faces of realisation discussing amongst themselves that they're going to go check on him and yeah. they, they're heading out. Yeah. I would like to find a posse of some of my people that I've preached to that have agreed with my word 
I'm going to roll a destiny roll for this, and you get 11. So you find one person you've always reliably... Your right-hand man? Uh, your right-hand woman, you're a co-archivist by the name of Lyra. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, she does a lot of the physical work where you really can't keep up with it. Yeah, yeah. She uh, was born after the age of angels, so she's quite young, quite, you know... She's our age. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right around your age. Um, but, yeah, she's not interested in socialising. She is interested in the word of Asala. Cool. So very like It's all very clear in the texts and in history that this age that she was she never... Was, yeah. She never witnessed, she can bring back. Cool. So, so you walk up to Lyra... And follow these two. And, you what know, do you I'll, say to Lyra? What does Carpathian say to Lyra, who's <laughs> holding... 15 books, and they're, they're like stacked up to just in front of her eyes, and she's just starting to put someone... Is she an underling, or is she a colleague? Uh, she's both. She's an underling because she does not have your wealth of wisdom and experience, but she's a colleague because she can do what you wish you could do, so she empowers you. So you respect her, but she yep. is not at your level intellectually. Uh, I would say that there is a lost soul that we have to go and cleanse and, and, and save and bring back because he was a promising student and he's mm. reading. Lyra looks a little, like, surprised but intrigued. I've never... I've never tried to convince anyone in person. I, I tend to use the texts, but if you think this is what Asala desires of us, I, I will follow. You are, the, you are the wise one. The great lady. I don't know. She's got to have some type of... I can say in a God. <laughs> she is God. You're talking about Asala? Yeah. Yeah. Just God. God. <laughs> yeah, no, like... Um, Do I need to convince her? No, you've got to... Oh, this is the way. I'd say, yeah, let's do a persuasion. I'm just going to make it a challenge level, and I'll make it a challenge level two. I didn't get this, I'd be really worried. Oh, you're very persuasive. One, two, three, four. Yeah, you're very persuasive. <laughs> she is convinced this needs to be done. She sees the fire in your eyes and feels the, the valour in your words. Yes, maybe this is the step that we can take to bring Asala the strength she needs. One more soul is more strength to our God. She, she puts the books down, says, is it okay if I sort these when we get back, if, if it's a matter of urgency? Of course, daughter. Meanwhile, I, I don't know. <laughs> meanwhile, Gabe and Art have been uh, heading out with, a, like, I'm assuming, a bit of a pep in your step, now that it feels like something well, funny think, is going on. I don't think Gabe likes me very much, but, but I'm going to just yeah, let no, it you're picking water, that up water off the You've back. been kicking that up more and more. The closer you've gotten to Orion, the more I've grown distant from you. Hmm. I've rolled a destiny roll uh, just for something, but I would like both of your characters to roll a perception check. Challenge level four. I have scored. Nothing. They're six. Oh wow. They're sixes. Those Alvin symbols are sixes. Okay, great. That's confusing. <laughs> Get tabletop time dice and we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Ooh, that's two. Two yeah. Alright. Art's pretty focused on 
where you're both going. But Gabe notices, especially as someone quite physically in tune with your body and the world as you move, there, there's like a, a step or two that took a bit longer to hit the ground than you would expect. There, there was just like that little pulse in the world that sort of reminded you. Did it feel like I lifted or the world fell? A little bit of either. Okay, not quite sure. Yeah. I, um, uh, Artemis, did you feel that? Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing. I just, mm-hmm. maybe I've got a skip in my step today. Oh, isn't it great? It's a beautiful day out. Even though there's a bit of grey, but grey never slowed me down. Anyway, you do remember the way to Orion's place, right? Uh, it's this way. Do you want to roll a destiny roll? You have no way. idea because you mainly remember things by the birds it's that are on the house at the time and they're usually moving around. And I'm um, hopping up. If you I, roll a destiny I, I, roll. I, no, mate, I know. <laughs> I've forgotten, have I? <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you're even a bit disorientated. <laughs> Yeah, you, you're thrown off a little bit uh, and you went down the wrong street. Trying to show You know off. where to go, but mm. you got a little bit distracted and, and with a pep in your step, you went down the wrong street. I just rolled a destiny roll to see what you came across. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a preacher in the middle of the street, very militant atheist. You've seen him around. Uh, and he shouts at you, you two, where are you off to? To... To your God, your silly God, I've seen which sermons you go to. You all know that we're doomed for death. We killed your God. There is no God. Uh, I'm going to pull out some flowers that I have in my back pocket because it carries them around and be like, kind sir, what a beautiful day it is today. He picks them up and studies them and says, ah, yes, they look beautiful now, but they are as doomed for death as all of us. When we all accept this, the suffering will end, and suffering is our life. Um, I didn't really know um, your God. Uh, I'm going to go and see my friend. Uh, your friend will die too, you know. Yes, it- yes, life is suffering. Let's go. <laughs> you, you seem kind of miserable, mister. If I'm following these people, do I bump into him? You ha- not yet. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that in a oh moment. God. You're quite a bit behind. Oh, God. I'm going to whisper <laughs> to you and say that, like... I think we should go. Yeah. Um, like, come on, we you remember to this. You, Gabe remembers the street, the wrong street you turned down. And okay. you go back and you correct your course and uh, you will arrive there very shortly. And we mm. probably kind of walk past him, right? Actually, yeah. I, I guess that would have delayed you a little bit. So it's about this time that you're leaving that wrong street that uh, Carpathian and Lyra are trum- trundling along... Uh, Sort of a waddle, because Carpathian is quite injured. So I'm feeble. I'm going to jump up onto like I'm assuming there's like a little wall going down the street side, and I'm like walking along the wall, um, <laughs> just like, rubbing it in, just just being <laughs> being like like fun. That's yeah. the intent. So I kind of walking past you guys, and I I um, look sheepish as soon as I see you. I'm just like straighten up a little bit, and mm. like mm, I didn't do anything wrong. I suspect it might be somewhat. The embittering for Carpathian, who remembers what it was like to fly, 
and mm. is so torn and upset about how this is not the way to live. Seeing someone who's never known that way of living be happy and frolicking. <laughs> I mean, but also just, unaware of Asala. Yeah, that's true. My character is bitter in general. Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of who he is. Um, he believes that the people that aren't followers of Asala or were followers of the Seraphim or you know, people that aren't aware of that are to blame for her being not here. Are you there? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah no, just something drop. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah. Carpathian hates joy. <laughs> he does not hate joy. Screw joy. Screw Have joy. we got like a bustling <laughs> a what? sound? Like um, a street? Oh, yeah, I do. Sorry, I have chat yeah. open like give a scrub. A, give us a bit of ambience, bro. Hit us up. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Bustle inbound. Let's do it. Bustle's coming, baby. Hey, it's going to be worth it. Finish your booze. <laughs> no. Did, should I? Is that what you're suggesting? Chug, 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 chug. I mean, you are driving, so probably be responsible. I be responsible, be responsible, be responsible. I've only had one. What is the time? Chug, chug, chug. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got bustle or are we going to ditch the bustle? We got oh, bustle, there, baby. There it is. It's coming in. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Cool. Such bustle. Just a bit of general bustle. Touch bustle. I was just getting sick of the same song, so yeah. we'll work out all the sound <laughs> stuff over. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Lyra laughs, seeing the antics of <laughs> of uh, Gabe ahead, sort of frolicking. She's always Lyra's always liked the cool kids, but been the geeky one geeky and one. too religious one to actually fit in. She's always fit more in with Carpathian and the debates about religion and also sort of curmudgeonly sitting a little more in the background. Um, but there is a part of Lyra that wishes she could hang out with people like her, like her age, maybe not like her, but... I'm probably going to yell, uh, <laughs> yell at him to get down. You know, like, you know get down from there, act as, act as one of you know, as, as the chosen representatives of our god, like, you are an, you are an immortal. I'm going to say you are an immortal. Yeah. Even though they're not. You need to act like one. Yeah, exactly. Like, very preachy. Perhaps, perhaps there is no need for approach. Carpathian and I have read about Asala being merciful and loving of those who, who follow her or are her children. <coughs> I've seen them at the sermons... But only in the strictest of fervor and, and praise and being high and mighty. Uh, technically, I am higher up here. Uh, isn't it a bit closer to the sky? Sinful child. <laughs> Get down. And where are you two off to? <laughs> That's a very good question. What do you say? <laughs> Going for a stroll. You, this is where you might need to be a little deceptive. if Unless you're actually saying, I'm following you. I am a mission for God to save the soul of one so young. That sounds like fun. Okay. We're going to go now. <laughs> I keep changing my voice. I'm sorry. No, no, it's good, man. All right. So <laughs> Gabe and Art uh, frolic away and shortly arrive at the door of uh, Ryan's home. And it's just a fairly simple home. You guys, by the way, are situated more towards the outer edge of uh, Immorta. Um, probably a good few stones throw away from the edge, mm-hmm. as 
uh, people know it and it used to be a pretty prime location for real estate <laughs> back in the day because it's easy to sort of get to and from mortar to mortar flying in and out but also there was this view of the glorious world below that they would mm -hmm. be saving with the word of god but uh you know now it's just sort of depressing like a tease of what you can't where you can't go oh. Oh, the view's nice. so you arrive and there is a a fairly worn door and a fairly glorious looking like medium to smallish sized home but you know glorious in the sense that we're basically in you know greek heaven but just not so heavenly anymore so a little worn there's a knock sound effect Orion! Orion! It's Gabe! Gabe's here! And Artie! And Gabe! Mostly Gabe! And Artie! Hey, Orion! <laughs> Are you home? And I, like, poke my head into windows and... Have you got the creaky door sound effect? <laughs> ah! Okay. Creaky door. <laughs> Creak. <laughs> creaky door. <laughs> that was a reference to Auntie Donna. <laughs> the door opens, uh, and... Amphitryon, uh, answers. He is, uh... Orion's father, and he looks quite pale. Um, he seems like he's not opening the door as much as he might have in the past. Mm -hmm. You have visited in the past, but he doesn't seem to want to allow anyone in, but he looks fearful. What's our relationship like? Uh, you very much like kids who grow up as friends and sort of somewhat distant parent association it's like see the scary can Orion come out to play no he's he's quite uh approachable but okay. not someone you've ever really had a lot to do with but you know does he seem quite different to what he usually is though like there's a noticeable difference oh yeah he's like yeah. white can i make a, a sheet a perception check to like see if it looks medical or non-medical mm. his does he look yes. fevered or yeah uh perception i'm gonna just say challenge level two that is five Nailed it. Nice. He looks terrified for someone. Okay. And you can't tell if it's for you or for him or maybe Orion. There's a sudden, like, furrowing of the brow on, on Gabe's part. I'm sorry, you've, um, you've caught me at an, uh, an odd time. I'm very tired. Um, but I can pass on a message and, and come back. We're just... Uh, Having a chat. Did did you want me to tell Orion anything if you were wanting to see him? I I lean in sort of resolutely and go, Sir, I can see something's wrong. Is anyone in danger? You look all right. Oh no, no, I'm I'm fine. Uh, I'm just gonna have to roll a deception. Yeah. Uh, that'll do. Yeah. Well this is an opposed check. This is an opposed check. So I'm gonna you roll persuasion. But I have negative three dice to this because <sighs> I have imperceptive. No, 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 no. You are imperceptive to other people's persuasion. You don't yeah, get negatives to, to persuading. Yeah, but I, oh, oh, he's trying to persuade me. Nothing's were... wrong, right? Did, Which way I are said? we going? Which way did I say? I, did, did I say that? I thought, yeah, he was persuading okay. me nothing was wrong. I must have said and that. And I'm, I'm trying to like, believe so, him. And he leave. knows that you're quite gullible. Yes. So that's what he's doing. He's convincing you. All right, I'm going to burn. He rolls three. I'm going to burn a destiny point. Because okay. I care so Aww. much about Orion. I care about you, friend. And it's still going to suck. That's so Ooh, not great. Yeah. Too. So. But it was a. It, so I got advantage. So I, that, that three would have been a success no. there. 
but I, I still fail. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, well, Orion, I'm. I hope you're feeling better. The door starts I shout through to the close. Door. Does Art want to say anything? Roll a perception. Uh, I'm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I die. Try that again. <laughs> I don't know where that went. Oh, there it is. We lost some dice. <laughs> and hey. how many are you supposed to have? Uh, five. Five. It was one of these, you're not sure which one. Chemistry roll again. So that's three two. successes? Oh, no, two. Two successes. Yeah, uh, the door shuts. And you're sort of standing yep. there facing this door that has never closed on you before with a man that has never had much to say or but also had never done much to push people away. This is very out of character for both of them. Okay. And you, your characters would have cause for concern at this point. Is Some, um, something is up. Is it a two-story house or just a one? Just a, it's a one-story. Yeah. And how far where's the, the where's coot? the destiny dice? Is it I'm not a coot. I am holding it. Me. I'm holding it. I am rolling a destiny. <gasps> That's ready. That's a good thing. For That's us. a good thing. There is a back door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was my next thing. <laughs> that goes directly into the hallway adjoining Orion's bedroom, which is at the back of the house. Mm-hmm. So you know. You can get straight to Orion bypassing Amphitaron yep. uh, without any worries. So you look at each other. Give me a nod. There's a back door. <laughs> Should we disobey Amphitaron? This is our friend we're talking about. We need to make sure that he's okay. Yeah, of course we do. If you're doing it, well, then I'm definitely doing it. Absolutely. He wants to see me anyway. And as you turn around to walk around to the back, you bump into Lyra and Carpathian, who have just hobbled up. All of a sudden. <laughs> I get the feeling you're following me. What is going on? We're all on the same path. <laughs> uh, what is his deal? Yeah, what are you doing here, Mr. It's creepy man? and mysterious. Saving us so. Why don't you... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. You potentially might be thinking at this point he's talking about your soul or something. <laughs> Because he's following you around, talking about saving us all. Being intentionally cryptic, basically. <laughs> Who are like, you looking for? It's none of your business. It kind of is if you're following us. I am not following you. Who are you? Were you looking for? Orion? That was pretty pointed. Yeah. W- answer. What? what? Answer, old man. Were you looking for Orion? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you should go knock on his door. I will. Okay. And I pull you away. Okay, bye-bye. So he doesn't see us. So you're both circumnavigating yeah. to get to where yeah, I basically want the dad to be distracted while yeah. we go around the back. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's a good plan. All right, so you guys go around the back. You knock on the door, uh, and Lyra and Carpathian uh, see the door open where Amphitaryon starts to say, Now listen, I told you to... Oh, Carpathian. Actually, someone I'm quite relieved to see. Amphitron, old friend. I don't know quite who else I can talk to, I'll be honest. Um, would you do for a hot drink and a sit down with me? I don't 
think Orion is up for any guests at this point, but I need I need to figure some things out. Please come in. I would be delighted, and we have much to uh, talk and about. And who is this young girl with you? This is Lyra. I'm Lyra. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a. <laughs> It's hard doing. We hate the precious, <laughs> but they love us. <laughs> 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 it's Thank you. And Fitteran looks at you with an expression of mild concern and says, um, "This is a private matter. Is this is Lyra trustworthy?" Tries to say this out of earshot, but you're all very close together, so Lyra hears it. I'm just trying to think what to say. I know what I'm going to say. I'm trying to say how to say it. <clears throat> she walks with the one... I can't change my voice again. She <laughs> walks with the one true God. Good. That's all, yeah. Great. Cool. She is also religious like us. <laughs> this is the... Yeah. And you, and you know that uh, obviously... Um, Amphiteron, too, have been the scribe for... I uh, figured we'd probably know each other quite well, to be honest. Yeah, Um, yeah, for sure. Especially when he worked back in the day. He was the scribe, and you are the archivist. So, really, you worked very closely together in the glory days. You haven't had a lot to do with each other lately. There's not a lot to ascribe. It's kind of why I started with old friend. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so meanwhile, we have our uh, Gabe and Art sneaking around the back, and the door is open a creak. You... Yeah, you rolled well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and th- the door probably shouldn't have been open. I don't know if there was like a breeze or if it's mm. a faulty door or something. But it easily can be pushed aside and you can walk towards I'm going to attempt to sneak in the back door, mm-hmm. which will be a laugh. Yeah. So there's a hallway with... a There's a, a doorway or two uh, between the front of the house where you knocked on the door... And where you are in the hallway adjoining uh, uh, Orion's room. So it should be fairly straightforward. I'm going to say it's a challenge level two to sneak up to Orion's door into the house, into the hallway, for both of you. You're both going to have to succeed the sneak. Check. I've got base three plus one for reflexes, but I am not trained in stealth. Or so is this infiltration or is this stealth? I'm going to roll a destiny roll for something I'm not going to tell you about. Okay. Go on. Infiltration or stealth? Infiltration. That's a... It, I, I would accept either. Well, they're exactly the same for me. Then, I, then why are you asking? <laughs> so I'm just curious. No, all good, man. Three, Three successes. That's a success. Right. And she had reflex Art. to it. Yeah, so I had base three plus reflex because stealth is a reflex-based skill. Oh, or yeah, plus one in for survival mm. as survival. So what which are you using? Ooh, ah, it's plus you drank the rest of it, eh? Hey. Uh, oh, oh. What was the C- what was the challenge level? Jen failed. It was challenge level two. So you could burn a destiny point to add a win <gasps> and create a two. Or make an advantage and you would have gotten a one anyway. Mm. So you can, sure. if it's let's important to you to okay. sneak in, yeah, burn a destiny. So as you walk through the door, mm. uh, Carpathian arrives at the door, ready at it, turns around to Art, who had just snuck through and slipped and knocked. There was like this pot on <laughs> uh, on a stand and it just starts doing this wobble like the, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Mm. And then like you stop and s- sort of steady it, but almost like your hope and desperation just it just seems like 
it sorts itself out, but God, that was close. Mm. And you should have watched where your elbow was. But you make it in, you're both outside Orion's door. Uh, it Ooh. is unlocked. Both roll a perception check. I'm going to say challenge level three. Oh my glob. Using the blue dice. I will use blue. I have six. Now the deep of a die. Oh no. Two. 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 My imperceptive nature strikes again. Yeah. Three. Two. Three. 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 That's the three. Six is okay. Weird. This is <laughs> six. Yeah. Now it depends on who's got the higher reflex out of. Have you got one the same? and one. one. Okay. Yeah. So you may need to roll off as to who's going to make what decision first. But Carpathian doesn't notice anything and was just going to stroll in. Um, but Art hears weeping, muffled weeping, uh, and clues into the idea. It might not be great to just go straight in or maybe with some caution or speaking first or whatever it is, but... That is the realisation you're both at at the moment. Maybe roll for reflex and decide. Well, I didn't you. perceive it, so... Yeah. I'm you roll two. Yeah. All right. Art has the quicker reflexes. Do you say anything to Gabe? Yes, I'll tell you what I hear. That there's something coming from the room. You should go to him then. Sounds like... So, what, do you say anything through the door? What? what uh, how does your um, approach change? So I'll go up to the door and be like... Orion, it's us. It's it's Artie and, and Gabe. We just want to know that you're okay. We haven't seen you in so long. There's just dead silence. Like, it might be interpreted as, oh, shit, someone's listening. <laughs> um, I, I'm fine. I'm fine, you hear through the door. Uh, I just have... An, an, a re- I'm having a reaction and to something I ate, so... I'm unwell today, but I, I'm looking forward to catching up with you again tomorrow, maybe the day after. I just need some rest. Uh, Orion, let us in. We need to talk. There's like a... The, the, you know the creepy preacher no, from the library? Uh, he's here with your dad. He Sorry, what? He's here with your dad. He said something about saving souls. I don't know what he's talking about, but just let us in. Shit. <laughs> That's pretty good. There is just silence looming in the air. And you then hear a distant, come in. I slip, I, I turn the door handle and slip in. Does it sound like his voice or is it? Yeah, he yeah, says uh, it, okay. he sort of whispers it. Okay. Okay, let's move across to Carpathian and Lyra, who sit down with Amphiteron, who's just brewed a nice cup of hot drink that Greek people drink. Greek Greek heavenly mulled ancient wine? Greek people. Yeah, whatever. Something like that. <laughs> it's mulled wine, so cool. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, it's yeah, mulled. That's, that's mulled wine. wine. Can you have not warm mulled wine? I don't know. I don't drink wine. <laughs> okay, so he settles down and he sits with you and he says, you need to promise not to judge. You know me and you know I am a man of God. Praise be to God. Asala. Praise be to Asala. God. Yes. But there is something I've kept from you. Uh, Orion is not my son. Oh, damn. My eyes narrow. I was given charge 
of the boy, shortly after he was born from Cygnus himself. He is the son of the Seraphim, and was about to be cast out and destroyed in shame moments before the fall. I have wrestled over many years to know what it is, how they might be connected, but I know the boy I raised him. He's a good boy. Were Asala well as she were, he would be a, a man of God. I know it, but there is something that has grown. It started small. He was born with what I thought were deformations. But in last weeks, he has taken on a shape that... Wings. He, he rolled a perception check. <clears throat> Challenge level three. Does Artemis wear glasses? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Big, thick, round glasses. Big, thick, round ones. Mm -hmm. Like Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't help myself. One. Ooh, one. One. Dang. Wow. Those blue dice are cursed. Hey. So, uh, you don't notice anything particularly out of character. He just says, yes. He has wings. They were quite negligible up until recently, to be honest. They uh, were always wrapped and easy to hide. I didn't want to confuse things. We had answers to find and we've always sought them together. But recently, well, let's just say we have no answers. He's starting to sort of be at a, a bit of a loss for words. But this is quite a revelation. No one has wings. Mm. No one has wings. Lyra's reaction. All of their wings were taken. Actually, for both of you, this is huge. Mm. This is like a sign from God. Wings are here again. It's been almost 20 years. I'm rolling a destiny roll. It's an eight. Everyone roll a perception check. It's a challenge level two. Two. Three. Two. Mm. Two. Yep. <laughs> Did you get two? Yeah. Still two. So you both achieved the challenge level two, Gabe and Art. Four. One, two, four. three, four. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> All right. So right when he says he has wings, there is a lurch. The earth around you just goes... Just this pit in your stomach rises and you uh, Carpathian in particular because you're quite light and yes, feeble very. you feel yourself lift off of the seat you're sitting on very brief like it doesn't your flesh the robes don't disconnect from the connection but it's not far from that quite a lurch and if anything is a sign from God to Carpathian at the mention of wings this revelation you feel incredibly invigorated. Mm. I'm going to cut away from Carpathian in a moment. Okay. What are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I think just because this is like that yeah, yeah. that yeah, moment yeah, yeah. everyone's sort of reacting to. So, Art and Gabe, <laughs> the door opens and in the corner of the room, 
is Orion. He's like, he's facing you, but he's sort of stepped back and he doesn't want to, it's clear he doesn't want to be seen, but it's clear he knows you enough to trust you and the situation enough to know that he can't hide forever. So he's looking at you and he says, you have to promise not to say anything. You have to promise not to anything. I don't know. Just promise not. Whatever you want me to promise. hate me, don't tell anyone, don't think differently. I am... And he seems physically to be holding this something in. But he lifts his hood back and there are horns. Not huge, but fairly clear. And his hair is not as curly as it was. It's sort of weirdly sort of straight. Uh, He just looks a bit different. His skin is has got a tint of like a slight pinkish purple hue to it. But he looks at you and he says, this is not everything. Can I have his destiny dice? You can make a destiny roll. What is your I am intention? Just, I'm just using it like a narrator. I just want to gauge my reaction, positive or negative. Mm-hmm. I kind of... You pulled, rolled a six. I, Gabe like pulls back shocked. slightly and, and it, like wide-eyed then squints back and looks at the horns and is kind of like weirded out by... Orion puts the hood on and says, shut the, just shut the door, shut the door. Just come in and shut the door. I'll shut the door. You can't freak out if I show you this. You can't freak out. He's looking at Art pleadingly. It's like, I've held this in for so long and I, I can't hold it any longer, but I need you to... Not change how you see me, what you think of me, because I am struggling with that enough. He looks like really tormented. I'll take his hand and I take your hand as well and hold like hold everyone's hands together and kind of go like this is our secret. Um, we won't tell a soul. Promise. He looks at you, Gabe. He's welling with tears in his eyes. He says, "Promise." Um, so you're holding my hand in his hand. Yeah, kind of like... I, like, stretch my hand out for Orion to, like, link it. It's like we're in a circle. Yeah. Mm. He breathes in. He's taking your lent strength. And the Frenchie, I would think it's fair to say that you would both be his closest friends. He doesn't have many. He's not a very social person. But mm-hmm. he, it, this is definitely the only people he would trust with something like this. I wouldn't say you're, like, the closest in, like mm-hmm. a, as people can be because he's a fairly reserved person. He always has been. So he's never really opened up like this. But he steps back. He says, You promised. I promise. And he pulls back his uh, robes. Hoga. Thank you. Yeah. And his appearance changes as if he's been holding his breath and with a sigh of not quite relief, but definitely a release of tension and settling into what seems to be a natural state, his skin, his flesh changes hue and wings unravel from his robes and his horns and these hands which turn almost into claws seem to... Yeah, (laughs) Rob's hiding what he sees. That is what you see. His skin takes on a glow, but it's almost like a fearsome glow. And he looks just opposite of what he... This presence he seems to have taken on. It's like he's 
like darkness and fear almost as a presence, as a visual presence has carried forward. Like mm-hmm. he's released it and he is just like, it's not like, it's not an angel in the traditional sense. Mm. Oh. Okay, so Dave, uh, Dave or Gabe just rolled a destiny roll to, I'm assuming, Gage, what you're going to do to, to react. react to you that. rolled a 20. Gabe? Oh no! Art rolled a 1! Gabe oh, shit. takes a half step back. Can I just say, right at this moment, lurch. There's like this, the, like the earth sort of drops. So that will, I am assuming, account for the amplified reaction. Yeah. Um. Gabe takes a half step back and then in a sudden, almost uncontrollable like moment for him, he flushes and he actually like looks down a little bit awkwardly and then like looks a bit sheepishly and um and then he's like, You look you look awesome. <laughs> he, I mean you already like, did, but He looks so relieved. I know the hand cut my mouth, hide under the sheets and try my best not to scream. No, 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 no. And he just, okay, okay, okay. And he puts his hood on and just, now I will, I'll probably just point out it's a one. So maybe you scream. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) So he, he seems to just focus his efforts from, I'm going to make a destiny roll to see how successful he is at this, but he's sort of trying to suck that all back in. Mm. He rolled an 18. So quite effectively all at once, he just, like he's been doing this his whole life, is able to pull it in and it's like he's holding a lot more tension and it, but the wings sort of wither a bit and fall. They're there, but they're malleable and they flop down and his skin sort of returns his horns seem to shrink and his claws recede a bit but it's still there mm-hmm. he can't hold, he used to hold it back more or he has been recently but it's mm. there no Orion you've held it back so long Artie what are you doing you've always been like this you've always been weird around him <laughs> just be yourself especially with me are you freaking kidding me I start to cry like this what would people think? Who cares why did what it they all think? end? You've studied with me. You know why the fall happened. They offended our God. I am an offense to who was our God. Who is our God? God. If she was ever even real, then you're here because she wants it, right? I, from the textbooks, that makes sense. But I, this is not a... Fucking textbook. <laughs> he looks so like, on the one hand, is very relieved, obviously, that you're mm. still in the room and not stabbing him or something, right? Or just haven't have run away. Mm. But he's very aware that Art is looking at him, him differently. He always thought that there was a closeness between you, but mm. he feels like he's just cut that. I, I'm going to cut back <laughs> to Carpathian sitting with Lyra. The lurch has happened. You floated and... How did how did you react to that? You were about to say something to Amphitryon in that moment. Uh, before the lurch, wasn't no, it? just after after, after the lurch because it was the wings moment. Um, <clears throat> what was I going to say? The first wings in two decades. This could be the start of the return. We must bring your son fully into the light. I don't know about that. 
because I don't know what is going to return. I, th- I think you need to see it to understand. And just in that moment, you hear a scream <laughs> from Orion's bedroom. Oh, God, <laughs> says Amphitheran, and he, like, stands. He's like, I think it's time to go. Uh, we shall talk on this soon, and I, 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 will, I will bring Orion to you when he's ready, when we're ready. I can help. No, I think you should go. God, man, you know me. I can help bring him to the light. You have to promise me. Carpathian. He looks at you in the eyes. Old friend, you have to promise me. You will not harm him. You will not take offense. He is a good lad. But I fear he takes more after his mother than his father. He looks petrified. And he says, Mother... You have to promise me, Carpathian. Promise me! Mother. You need to see. Promise me. Promise me, Carpathian! I promise. Roll raspy. <laughs> I'm like, this is like a slip. He looks at Lyra and says, You will stay here. Wait. <laughs> She's like, Okay. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yes. She, like, goes into the corner of the room. She starts to, like, fetal position it a little bit. <laughs> so Carpathian opens the door and leads to the back, and he is shaking. He is quivering. Wait, Amphiteron or Carpathian? Amphiteron, sorry. My apologies. <laughs> Thank you. There's so many confusing names. Um, Amphiteron reaches the door and hears voices and looks shocked, turns back to you, Carpathian, and, like, uh... As, with an expression that sort of says, mm, this isn't part of the plan or the reveal. And he's just like, oh, d- d- just wait back there for a second. And he starts to creak the door open and sees three people, one terrified art, uh, one kind of really like, wow, like really impressed Gabe and a really, uh, I'm going to say, what's the, the word for when you're like caught um, in a compromising position? <laughs> Embarrassed, Compra- embarrassed uh, yeah, embarrassed Orion. Yeah, the door opens and he sees that, and he, and you all see uh, Amphiteron, and is just like, um, this just got a lot more complicated. Orion, Carpathian's here, and Orion's like, he's like, are you kidding me? Just come in and see me like this, like at all. I'm assuming, uh, or what, I mean, while this is happening, <laughs> Carpathian is sort of at a, some like reasonable distance, like you're just a few meters away. But do you do anything? Or I want to prep myself by trying to pull all of the combined knowledge I have about wings and. Um, is it something you know to prep yourself about, though? Well, I mean, the conversation has been focused about ring, wings, and you, you've been like, you know, not, it's not what you expect. Then you also mentioned the studying the that you came across was very much about old, dark. Uh, mm-hmm. ser- what's the words? <laughs> Sef- seraphims. Seraphims. Um, 
on that topic as well, you mentioned a mother that I don't know. So I well, you can roll a check. I'm that gonna, that's, that yeah. was the other thing I wanted to know. Like this will what? be very much a skill check rather than a destiny roll. So I'm going to make it a challenge level. Oh God, you were alive. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be a different challenge level before or after you see him. Let's put it that way. I still would. I, my character would be inquisitive enough to be trying to think of the possible. Okay. Well, roll the challenge. Challenge level four. Uh, four, and it would be. It would be. You so say you're an archivist. It can be an archivalist check for sure. Hundred percent. That's a few dice. Oh, good check. Good check, bro. Challenge one, four. two, three, four. There is immediately one person that comes to mind. And when he said, mother, your mind went seraphim. Mm-hmm. Not well, he said person, sickness. not angel. Especially because uh, he indicated Cygnus was the father mm-hmm. Um, Cygnus didn't have a lot to do with the lesser angels and the mm. seraphims all had a lot to do with each other. So you are very sure that his mother is a seraphim. Which one you don't know. And of the seven, there were four women. Okay. That's that's everything you know. Okay. So what do you do in this moment when they're sort of kerfuffling? Do you wait? Yeah, I wait. Okay. So Ryan's like... <coughs> Ryan is like saying that to his dad. spins immediately and takes a half step back, like directly in front of Orion to like physically block view of him as much as I can. Cause I'm assuming he's bigger than me. Amphitaron softens in his gaze, sort of touched by your protectiveness of your friend. There's a, there's an admiration. There's respect. Like you picked good. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a deep breath uh, and he looks at Art and says, are you ready to have a good, hard conversation? Because this is a lot. Um, I say with my voice sort of shaking, I'm like, I'll, I'll do anything if, as long as Orion's okay. I might be scared, but, but it'll be okay. Okay, he looks over at Carpathian and says, brace yourself. And remember your promise. Come with me. And he, he guides you in. Mm-hmm. And Orion's just like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, really? Is this happening? But he, I think he realises there's only so long that this can be controlled. And all of a sudden, all of you are in the room. And Orion does it again. He looks at you both as in like, Okay, well, you know what to expect. But he looks at Carpathian. He says, Before I... Before I show you this, remember, you know me. You trust me. I've, I've always been trustworthy, haven't I? I've always been you righteous. Are a good student and walk in the light. He looks somewhat relieved and he pulls his hood back, and there are horns, uh, sort of poking out from his hair. His hair is a bit different. It's sort of straighter. It's darker, uh, and. His skin is sort of like slightly flushed, flushed pink, slightly purple. And then he pulls his, the heavier robes back and he reveals wings, but they are not the angelic kind. They 
you're not even going to have to roll the challenge level for this. Um, yeah, so my first thought would be trying to connect the dots about I know his father is who's would I know his mum by looking yes. at him? Cool. What's her his name? mother is Empusa. Empusa. And she was a piece of work. She was the probably the one. Empusa. Yes. She uh she spent a lot more time on Morta than in Immorta, um, but she was probably one of the most offensive to the goddess for the power she stole and for the darkness that she created. Is she dead? Yeah. Assumed dead. Every, well, every seraphim except for Cygnus is believed to be dead. Can I walk up to him and just like, inspect him. Go for it. I'm just going to roll a destiny roll. Okay. I, I also want to be like monologuing. Uh, everyone can roll a perception check challenge level four. Oof. Two, two successes. Okay. Gabe doesn't notice anything. <clears throat> uh, also two successes. Arts doesn't notice anything. No one notices Ooh. anything. Dang. Great. Well, as you, as soon as you like come in to inspect, I basically am blocking every direction, like defensively being sort of out of the way, boy. Remember your promise, Carpathian. Yes, yes, I know. So you like clamor up to this yeah. child almost like, as if like. I'm going to be like circling and inspecting his wings and looking at his horns and yeah. gnarly fingers and. Just, just, just be on a monologue about Ampusa. I'm, can I just like spoople and you can tell me if I'm wrong? You can start, yeah, go, cool. give it a go. Yeah, like Ampusa was a vile, vile woman. Mm. Her taint has spread through all of. What, what do we refer to ourselves as? The immortals. The immortals. Mm, yep. her, her taint has spread through all of the immortals, and it is her that I blame for our god's downfall. But you were a good boy. At this, Carpathian... Sorry, uh, Amphiteron looks a bit resigned and says, We're afraid that the conclusion we seem to be coming to is that... Yes, Impusa did offend God. But perhaps Orion was the most offensive of all. A creation outside of her power not contained or controlled by it and not in the image that she would have wanted. It's not the image that either of us would have wanted either, but it is Impusa. It's the image I want, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I said taint and chat lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Crap. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Sorry. Bringing that taint. <laughs> um, there is a lurch uh, and... It's, okay, no one has ever noticed this many lurches mm. in the, in Immorta in this period of time. They have been escalating. And this one is like, you know, when you're on an aeroplane and it's like, there's turbulence, but then there's one where you're like, oh shit, is this gonna, and then it's okay. Bit on one of those. It's like, there's a moment there where you are all your feet actually leave the ground for a second. And for a split second longer, I'm going to roll a destiny roll to see. Okay, three. 
Um, Orion's wings flap reflexively and knock uh, the window next to him, shattering the glass, and he falls over. He falls over? Yeah, because there's something that sort of kicked in and he's like discombobulated. A different reflex kicked in. I immediately go to, to get him to his feet and help him. I turn to you and say, well, I felt that one. I think, says uh, Amphitaron, I think we need to see his father. Something is afoot, and if anyone has answers, it's, it's him. I nod in agreement. This might be best left to the adults, children. He says, I guess you're not quite a child. I just act like a child. You're, yeah, you're 30, but he, he sees you me. as one of the kids. It's a bit like, you know, we're, we're talking about, we've got the wise elders here off to see the effing seraphim. Mm. The, like, no one can see him. It's like, I, I think he thinks that you're probably not going to get to see him anyway. Like, he won't admit entrance, except maybe to these two. So he's just sort of like. I'm going to make a leap and make an assumption dash across Orion's room and pick up his training saber for any kind of like sport Jeez. Okay. pick it up and in the, in the scabbard and, and pick it up and say he's not going anywhere without me or me <laughs> she <laughs> said more hesitantly or me <laughs> <laughs> no one no one knows the world better than I do and I may look small but I think you'll need me. And he needs some friends. Very well, says Amphiteron. Perhaps let us speak to him first, see if we can get an entrance granted. Uh, but before even Orion can see him, if you can keep him company, and perhaps most importantly, he looks at you very seriously, keep him hidden. He nods. And he looks at Carpathian and says, we should forge ahead. I'm trusting you with this very important task. Do not have him revealed. We need to arrive to... S- names. Cygnus. Before anyone else knows of this. Um, no one else can know of this. We don't know how people will react. Not in this climate. Now, I know Cygnus is in hiding... Or is he a hermit? Do I know... He just lives in the, the I mean, palace thing at the end of the world. Okay, then the I'm going to excuse myself and go to Lyra. Okay, so you sort of walk out to yep. the front room. And I'm going to basically request that she... Lyra. She's like standing at the window, arms folded tightly and turns around like... She hasn't seen him. No, she but she right. felt she, that... She felt the lurch, yeah. And heard the story yeah. Yeah. of the wings are back. So this is a yeah. big, yeah. like, what does this mean? Like... Uh, yeah, yes, sir. All right, right, out of character. Um, <laughs> they bang? Like, do they reproduce? Is that <laughs> oh, how do works? angels? Yeah, is that how it works? Do they, they do now, they're they, like immortals. No, 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 but prior. Do um, they like procreate or is it like, oh, there's a new one? I'd say, I'd say they do, but... So, like, it's not uncommon for them to be born, right? Like... No. Did um, Ampusa do something out of the ordinary? It's what was born. That's the problem. But she didn't do anything out of the ordinary. No. Okay. Well, not to have give birth, like angels get yeah, their yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. that's all part of Asala's grand plan of 
making yeah. more angels Ooh. as they sort of make themselves. There might have been an Adam and Evie sort of angel, yeah. whatever. But, um, you know, or seven. I don't know. Anyways, I haven't figured that out. But, yeah, they, they cool. procreate cool, 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 cool. and it, they carry on the traditions and the teachings and then are gifted with different blessings and ages and growths and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lyra, go to the archives and find as much as you can about Seraphim bloodlines and meet me at Cygnus's place. House residence. Yes. Uh, yes, sir. Um, right at once, sir. And she, she rushes out, tripping over her feet as she does awkwardly. I'm just going to roll a destiny roll to see how that goes. Eleven. All right, we'll figure out how that turned out later. In the meantime, back in this room, uh, and Amphitaran has been sort of gearing up with his uh, walking stick and just uh, some scrolls and books he had collected. Um, goes up to the front room and approaches Carpathian just as Lyra walks out and says, All right, uh, shall we go on ahead then? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Beautiful. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, so uh, off they go, off to Cygnus's house, which is really not all that far, mm. uh, quite near where the archives are all kept and all that stuff. It's a very prominent part of, yeah, yeah. part of the city. So uh, Orion's looking pretty mortified. And he's, again, he, he's going to try and contain the angelness, angel of darknesses. I just rolled a destiny roll. I got 18. And quite effectively, even like as good of as before, if not a little better, because the stakes are higher, everything gets sort of, it's weird how he does it. It's like the energy goes and the wings sort of flop a bit and the horns sort of sink back a bit, almost hidden under the hair. Um, but And he does something that seems like he's done this a lot. He, he's got band bandages that he so he pulls his robes up and he's tying his wings to his torso mm, okay. something he seems so to he have pulls done his robes down to tie his sort bandages. of yeah like they're very loose and he's sort of like tying his yeah does um is his skin a different color is that kind of stuff he looks like this it's almost jaundice but not quite orange more like a okay. pinky like a somewhere between those it's not normal but he it could pass as sick slash sunburned I might rummage around and see if I can find some like gloves or worse, like some oven mitts. <laughs> so like, all right, I'm going to destiny roll for that. Uh, you got a, yeah, okay. a six. Okay. You find oven. No, what would it be? Um, they probably had an equivalent of oven mitt, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, padded yeah, yeah. glove things. Nice. Uh, like snow gloves that are like really, yeah. why would you be wearing them in the middle of summer or something? Exactly. And uh, some like, some old, like, uh, you found Amphitaran's old, like, summer headdress thing Great. that blocks the sun bit from the sunburn. Yeah. yeah. Cover his face a bit. And you're, like, covering him up and he's looking, like, a bit flustered. Um, what does Gabe do? I kind of, like, I bring a bit of the jovial back. Like, for me, it's already adjusting back this to normal because yeah. he's finally, like, open with me. He's so okay. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, starting to laugh a bit at, like, the, right. goofy, the goofy scarf and trying to make him feel a bit better and just, like, mock the... the big pads i'm like what are you doing Artemis? Yeah. well i mean we need to keep him hidden right so yeah. i am um, i i'm not too concerned about getting there and not being all that noticed it's easy to cover up my problem is it's getting harder to control so i will do my best but i don't know if there 
can be a backup plan, I'll be honest with you. I'll slap him on the back and kind of say, like, oh, you got us. Nothing to worry about. You'll be fine. I'll protect you. Not that I think you need protection. Okay, uh, if you say so. There's anyone I can trust. It's my friend. He looks like I've got friends. Ah, really thought I wouldn't have those about this time, (laughs) which I saw coming. So, yay. Okay, so you start to venture outdoors and... I I strap the the gladius to my waist. Mm -hmm. Destiny roll for traffic. It's a reasonably busy day where it was once gray it cleared up a little bit nice um keep going what are we doing we someone just, asked if we're in the same room yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so at this stage yeah so you walk outside uh you will need to roll some sneak checks just to effectively get through mm-hmm. the crowds so somewhat easy i'm gonna say challenge level yeah so stealth checks i'm gonna say challenge level one like it's really not Press, it's just <laughs> Holy crap, are you serious? Let's you step that, that, on the stuff. Just, uh, I can, no, I'm going to destiny for one success because I ain't getting a critical fail on it's this. It's a challenge of a one. I'm using my And you didn't get a single. Say, that was a critical fail. So that was destiny bad. to get out of that. Yeah, well done. Because I'm, well I'm not letting Orion suffer through my incompetence. All right. And then it's art three? succeeds. Question. Yes. The path we are taking, does it by any chance cross paths with a atheist preacher. Uh, let me ask the destiny role. Because I would, if, My I, question, if I knew that was there, I would purposely take us a different way. You like the screen guys a destiny role. What, you, you want to know if you know in advance or if you come across one or? Yeah, like, uh, is there like right. a known destiny roll square that? 18, uh, 16. 16. You as a very religious very vehemently religious person know generally where the clusters are so you know how to navigate the streets to avoid or pass what you choose yeah yeah definitely avoid the negative and you successfully do so you make a brisk pace and you see only a stone's throw away now uh the i wouldn't call it a palace it's sort of like um you know the domed tops it's sort of like a big housey thing but it back in the day had held court of some of the seraphims and a, a domed top yeah it's like a big house yeah but like it's somewhere I between live in an observatory of course <laughs> yeah. upon a high peak it's somewhere between <laughs> it's somewhere between like mansion and house of a, with the a Taj function Mahal? well like you know like ha- you know like those um like those courthouse things, you know, with all the pillars and the steps. So, like, like the White House? The White House. Yeah. No, 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 like Parliament Houses. Like there's somewhere between... Okay, Australia's is a bad Places example. official things used to happen, but also okay. where important people have a, lived. A, and it's pretty yeah. well abandoned. No one lives there except for um, Cygnus, who no one's seen in ages. State building. But you're approaching it now, and it's, it's coming up pretty close. So, uh, sorry, uh, um, Carpathian and... I'm just going to assume that the whole time I've been talking to Amphiron. Yes. he's coming with us, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It would have to be uh, quite subtly if this is the sort of thing you don't want people to know. I mean, I just sound like I'm preaching if I talk, let's be honest. That's true. Okay. (laughs) No soul is lost. Amphuses. Corruption. Spared few. We've always feared what this means about Asala or our fate has uh, 
her children. What, what, what is this connected to? Is it mere genetics or is it connected to a power? I must tell you, Carpathian, it has grown. It has grown in recent days and in line with... He slows as you're nearing the building. In line with what's been happening. With the shifts in gravity. It's all connected. I can feel it. I don't know how, but it's connected. I'm fearful, friend. We stand at the crux of a changing time. That's good. Mm. Mm. You have arrived to the building. There are some guards, uh, but they're like, so like, (laughs) you know, what's the point? They're they're just basically statues and they basically drink all all day. So you don't have to like, I'll do a destiny roll just to give the game a chance to, Seven. Seven. Okay, yeah, look, you, you come across one who sort of goes, Oi, we, you, what are you doing? Wait, so this is... Do you want to go in the... It's a guard. It's a guard. Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, is it a sickness or a guard? It's a guard. Oh, okay. You wanted to, um, you seek entrance to the palace. Are you drunk? Are you what? It's drunk, I think. Yes, okay, there cool. is lots of wine in heaven. <laughs> Are you... I'm a god of a Sephirim. Um, god, Sir, man. the Sephirim only has the finest of wine. <laughs> Have you no respect for the god? Of course. <clears throat> it is the likes of you that have led us here. I, he looks mortally offended. Mm-hmm. Excuse me! I am a god of Cygnus. Then act like one. I... Uh, uh, a lot has hit him all of a sudden, and he realizes he's been wasting 20 years of his life. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, I just... Yeah, he's... Re- yeah, anyways. It's he's having you know, You've onset an identity crisis, and he turns... Directly to face at that, and there's a clear path behind him to walk inside the bus. Walk in light. Why, yes, of course. I. In that voice, that yeah. walk in light in that voice. It's like, cheers, bud. I'm salty. Okay. In the meantime, our friends need to navigate to the same place. You know exactly where it is. Do we? Do you know to avoid... The different religious groups. We're going to have to make a few destiny checks to see how advantageous or event-filled this trip okay. is. Cool. Oh, shit. <laughs> Starting with... So it's already mildly populated. Uh, that's been going <laughs> I'm like, I was so hoping, I'm hoping it was. Okay, so... How much of this should be based how much it should be I'm, I'm just going to stick to destiny to see yeah do you, you take a path right the most yeah. common path that you would normally go there Ooh, I rolled a destiny roll you got a four and you run right into a religious uh, preacher who you actually saw in the library um, who has very outspoken views Nicole has mm. is standing on her box of fruit or whatever and it's her time to preach and um, 
The time will come soon, she shouts, that we can return. We will return to Morta at all costs, at any cost, no matter what needs to be done, no matter who needs to be killed. Whether it be on the wings of the angels that were, or those that will be gifted to us by the murdered god, we will return. I'm rolling a destiny roll to see how Orion's doing at this point. 20. Oh, God. Okay. So he's like, oh, God, keep it in, keep it in. (laughs) So it's like, there's a little lack of a slightly normal flesh color. Just like, he's just like, just walk, just walk, just walk. It's moving on. And Nicole's like, you know, one day we will return to Morta. And when we can preach, then Asala will bring us back. Her glory, our glory. We will be who we were meant to be. You there, do you believe in the... She's not talking to you, but she's shouting at other passers-by and you know you've passed safely. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. (laughs) And in not too long, you uh, (laughs) see at the steps of the palace a crying guard (laughs) at the foot of the steps like... Oh, if oh. only I'd been the guard of my daddy said I would be. Hey, but hey he died in the fall. Oh. He's not listening. He's I, just I, very I, a I kneel down. Is there like a flower nearby? <laughs> I uh, pull one out for oh, you. Just, hang on. Yes. Okay, I just, pluck okay. A, I just pluck a flower out of the ground and like, like almost hop up to him and just say, cheer up and hand him the flower. And he's like, it's not all lost. The skies are still blue. He stands up and he looks at you, makes eye contact, and go, he takes the flower. Asala, be blessed. It's not all lost. And then I give him a big cheesy grin and like just walk past him like he's not guarding anything. This is a lot to take in, he says <laughs> profoundly. Asala, bless you, he says. Yeah, you too. Onwards, onwards. <laughs> Make your way into the palace. I, I kind of look at Gabe and kind of a bit dumbfound because I'm like, my, you, you just have a completely different personality to what you had a few moments ago when you met me. So I'm just kind of like, have I rubbed off on you or? No, it's just you. Okay, it's just me. You haven't picked that up no? yet? No, it's just you. Okay. I just have a problem with you. Hmm. Okay. I, I've been increasingly Ouch. having a problem with, no, we started off good. But then you've, you've been spending a lot of time with Ryan. He seems to be noticing you more than he's been noticing me. You mm. also reacted saying. really poorly when he revealed himself. That's true. Yeah, yeah, right. and that pissed me off even more. Mm. So I'm just a bit cross at you, mostly out of jealousy. Okay. Whoosh, there's another drop. Not as bad as the last one. But again, this is starting to freak people out. It's starting to freak you out, to be honest, because there's like there has been once a week there's been a drop and that's been like oh this is different people are talking about it there have been like 10 today Mm. and you can actually hear as you're heading up the palace steps you can hear the street behind pick up in hubbub and the preachers are amplifying and starting to shout across the street at each other the atheists at the religious like this is it this is your god punishing you for your insolence and what god the god you killed the god you killed and left us here standing on the street shouting at each other like a bunch of fools (laughs) (laughs) so they're all getting quite worked up and yeah you're actually in the pit of your stomach feeling quite fearful you enter the palace but first carpathian and amphitron have entered the palace uh and 
It's we. What do you do? It's a big empty palace. No one's in it that you know or hear or can see. I sickness, but really loud because I don't know how to make that sound loud. Just shout it! Shout it! Sickness! Sickness! No, I don't know how. Diaphragm! I'm just gonna belt it out. No, 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 I just yell it. (laughs) An amphitheater and takes your cue. Sickness! We need to talk. There's a deafening silence. I think I know where he will be. Lead the way. So, uh, behind, the door opens, and Gabe and Artemis enter the room, just as Carpathian and Amphidron are about to head off. They turn around, and Amphidron goes, Ah, good. Orion. (sighs) Brace yourself. This is the day we have prepared for and we could not prepare for. There is another whoosh, but this one holds a bit. Actually, for a good five seconds, it's like you're, both, you're all feeling lighter and lighter and lighter and then gently heavier and heavier. Like the elevator just, okay, going very okay. rapidly down an 80-story building. So it's like, not just like a... Like it's, a five it's like there is movement. How do you all react and feel? I uh, mm. almost unconsciously clutch my hand uh, nervously at Orion's. Orion, destiny roll, 11, uh, starts to lose a bit of his grip and his wings tear from his uh, wraps but they don't spread and he hasn't lost all control but there's this muscle reflex of just he just starts to flap and he's like embarrassed and he starts to tuck his wings back in and is like I'm sorry I'm sorry and uh, Amphitaran's like try and control the boy We're, it's almost time but not yet we need to see him as a, a man first before he sees you as he feels ashamed that he started to say that. Remember who you are, boy. <laughs> you are good. Amphitaran and just <laughs> marches. <in. laughs> oh, that's great! I love your characters. You really get. Mm, but I it. like the idea of a, a guy that sounds really fucking crooked but isn't. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he leads the way, marches straight up this big grand staircase, and there is a room in this building that sits at the edge of uh, what's the Immorta and it overlooks the world below and it used to be a place that some of the Seraphim used to meet there was some around uh, Immorta and around the edge sort of meeting halls and celebration halls and they were joyous places but there is a feeling of dark emptiness it's a white stone building but it feels grey and cold you can hear every footstep you can feel the cold to your bones this is not a place that has been looked after not a place of warmth Uh, and you arrive to that room the doors open up and there is a man standing at the end facing outside the window one arm by his side holding an empty glass and he's just sort of standing sort of slightly swaying on the spot and he turns without fully facing you 
and says, I think I know what this is about, Amphitaron. What was his allegiance? Was Oh, like- uh, okay, that's a good question. Cygnus, everyone knows, was like the, the goody two-shoes. Cool. He was the six-winged, blonde, like, picturesque, like... Fabio. Yeah, he was a Fabio angel. Sanguinius. Yeah, he's the, totally, all of that. He was the good boy. Um, and in shame, he has hidden uh, and has ne- not been seen. But the few that have had anything to do with him have sort of spun around in the rumour mill of a drunkard, a sad emblem of what he once was uh, sort of com- it's completely different there's disregard completely disregarded so it's about the boy isn't it is he here and Orion says I am and then fitter and says I'm just having a conversation with myself. Sorry, guys. This is a big moment for me. We're all on the internet. That's cool. We're all going to have to have our turn doing that too. Amphitaran says, Orion, I haven't told you this, but I am not your father. Cygnus is your father. And Orion looks shaken to his core. Like... He has tried. He's gotten through this with the help of his father. In fact, I'm not even going to even roll a destiny roll. He loses his grip on what he's holding in, and it just like a parachute unfolding. He just his face falls, and he he just turns purple, and his horns grow, his claws grow, and his wings spread. He looks fearsome, but his expression is of shock and heartbreak. Like complete shock and heartbreak. Gabe grips his hand tighter to try and give him <laughs> some kind of support. He grips it back, and it's quite shocking how tight he's gripping Ouchie. back. It's sort of like, <laughs> is he trying to hurt me? Oh, okay. Uh, I want destiny dice. You roll a six, and. Gabe flinches in discomfort and confusion, but it seems hurt emotionally, but doesn't let go. But when you look at him, you can see there's no intent there. It hurts, and maybe you're reading into that because you can't help it, but there's a lot he's obviously not able to control. All of a sudden, the sky is not falling it's flying outside the window all of a sudden you can see the clouds lifting past the window and you can feel yourselves floating but that means we're falling right that's going down that would seem to be what might be happening (laughs) you are all on the Big elevator that's decided to start going down very fast. I dart toward my eyes. How do yeah? How do you all react in this moment? I dart my eyes towards the the entrance, like the sky, in a moment of panic, and then dart my eyes to Cygnus. Sort of like flailing midair with one hand gripped tightly, 
uh, <laughs> to Orion, and I'm like, "What? What is happening, Cygnus?" Cup, uh, Amphitheron shouts, "No, we're, we're going to die. We're all going to die." Stop it, boys! Man. Boys, save yourself! Cygnus! Cygnus, turn and face your son! This is the only time you'll ever see him! He is here! Cygnus! And Cygnus is, like, holding on to, like, the bars of the window, and he, he's refusing to turn around. He seems resigned. It's like he's waiting. he was waiting for this day to come. I'm a scribe of, of this kind of knowledge as well. I've got that profession. Can I make a check to... I'm just, just gonna, sorry, I'm just going to roll for how the intensity... Three. This has made it very difficult. I've just oh, lost the door. You, door you want to, no. Okay. No. No, I don't want to shut the roadcaster down. Woo. And it's still recording. Thank Woo. you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Good <laughs> 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 Surprise <say>. ending. <laughs> I rolled a one. No, I'm going to uh, roll for just the intensity of what's yep. happening, just because that might affect... Okay, so it's on 11. So it starts to... It's still falling, but your feet are resting and it's like you're walking in water. Mm. So you can move, you can start to move yourselves around a bit. But yeah, it's clear looking out these big old windows that there's a downwards trajectory. You're a long way from the ground, but it's clear that you're going there. I'd like to make a check uh, to see if I recall or have this in, an understanding that with wings comes power. Yep. Uh, what check would that be? That would be. I'm, some I'm saying maybe my scribe vocation potentially. I would or, say. Oh, that's an assist only. But if we want to use it as a no, no, you can make uh, assist checks as so like a skill check. Scribe. How many points do you have in scribe? I have two points in scribe. Okay. Uh, because it's more the scribing that mm-hmm. the scribe is a skill for. What you can do, not necessarily. Is an assist with it. Well, I, I would let you make it as a scribe check. I'd just say a negative one to, okay. to the dice. So if you take one dice away, but then that can be your roll for... Uh, and I'll say, you're just trying to see if the power is associated like does, with wings. Do I make the connection <laughs> from my learnings that wings equal can like equals power? Okay, you can roll for that. I'm going to say that's going to be a challenge level, particularly because you hadn't known... I wasn't alive. Yeah, then, I'm going to say yeah. challenge level four. Okay. Good luck. Good luck, Gabe. One, two, that's three, four. four. He rolled a four. One, two, three, four. A four. Well done. Something clicks for you with the stories that you've heard that all at once, and there are tales, there are songs, so it's not necessarily like the most Can unrealistic an conclusion. Of a song? No. <laughs> I cannot. Can you shut up, Rob? No. So, uh, yeah, there are, there, are, there are little catches and blah, 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 like sort of, you know, how the ring around the rosy sort mm-hmm. of encapsulates that period of history and blah, blah, blah. So there are similar things that talk about the um, plucked wings and the power taken mm-hmm. uh, that you that tend to have gone hand in hand, that come to your mind when you're... So the opposite could be... Seeing true. him flap and all of a sudden he's actually steadying himself. He's pushing himself sort of down to grip on further to the ground in shock and looking at, at his friends like, what do we do? What, what can I do? I, I look into his eyes and say, have you, can you stop this? You, you might have power, like the seraphim. He looks at you disbelievingly like, 
you got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then he says, this? How am I to stop this? My God. I don't even know what I am. You're a seraphim, boy! Shouts. Cygnus. Cygnus. And you're my best friend. Oh, <laughs> he looks like, oh my God. Like he, you, you look at him when you say that and he actually, you see, actually, I'm going to say roll a perception check <laughs> challenge. He's, he's not trying to deceive me. Is he? I'm not. No, no. Okay, you're just okay. perceiving what happens in him. I'm going to say it's challenge level. I'm not oh. looking at the dice challenge level two. Okay. Well, I got four successes. Yeah, hey, well you actually feel cause you were holding his hand to strengthen him. When you said, and you're my best friend, you felt that and you gave him your faith. Mm -hmm. You felt a power emanating. Not huge, but a distinct power that you've never experienced before. Just a wave, like a little wave that passed Mm -hmm. over you. Like, this is is a thing. He's he's a seraphim. And he doesn't know it. He doesn't know what to do with it. It's like... He's got his driver's license and you're like, this is a Lamborghini rocket car. <laughs> Douche. Here's the keys, boy. Yeah. Have fun. How is Artie feeling, uh, Artemis? Um, pretty petrified. <laughs> I'll grab Orion's hand as well um, and just I'll say, calm your mind. Be one with the world. Everything will be okay. Okay, 18. So the the falling starts to subside a little bit, not seeming to be based on anything that Orion's doing actively, but some in the room might perceive that this... And I think everyone felt a little bit of that energy, uh, but Gabriel felt felt it quite strong, holding his hand and standing next to him and giving him that faith. But, uh, yeah, I think there is, like, this feeling of, like, oh man, whatever's doing this, maybe this guy can fight it off. Who knows? Mm. Okay. <laughs> you got to figure out where to go with this. I have ideas. It's just like picking the right one. Mm-hmm. So Cygnus growls, but it's almost a howl. He, you hear a desperate sadness in a, uh, like a, some involuntary cough or whimper or something. Like, he's clearly not drunk, but he was on his way and he's used to being in that place. <laughs> so he was awesome now. He's a bit Ozzy Osbourne-esque of like, you know, he's not been particularly sober ever mm-hmm. for the last 20 years. What <laughs> What is uh, Carpathian? Look, I was going to say after he growled, you're a seraphim boy, I was going to start berating him. Berating Cygnus? Yes. Go for it. What? So were you. You were our ladies first hand. And you have betrayed us with your... Complacency is not strong enough a word. Indecency. Indecency. You could have been the saviour of the people. Guided them back to our ladies. Be quiet, old man! You sit in here, drinking... Wasting your Shut time. up! No. And he turns around and he throws his glass at you. 
Uh, oof. Okay. Guess a bad Decadence. That's a good one. Okay, Thank you. I should describe Cygnus. He is not a badass. Oh. He was a badass. Fat Thor? Not even. <laughs> so in the time that everything shifted and everyone, like, he's, he's not young. He's older. He's, he's actually much older than uh, Carpathian. Sorry, I keep referencing their names, but I don't want to use them. Um, so he looks fairly withered, but there is a strength that he's held through his old age, uh, probably from how powerful he used to be that he was able to hold on to his life. But he is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years old. Um, but he's not showing that age. Something counteracted, obviously, when he was fighting it off. Uh, yeah. So, anyway. Alright, this is an attack, but it's an aim throw. He's throwing a glass at Carpathian. And he got three, four. Four successes. So you've got to defend against challenge level four. I don't have any combat stats. So, well, then you get... It's an unarmed defense. But you are defending... Congratulations, you get base three plus one. Because you lost... You both have the same reflex, though. So, actually, if we roll off... My attack still counts for what it was, but if you roll... Okay, no. So, he he throws a jug. Yeah. A mug. But you won't... I I did that just to sort of see if you can defend. One success. Okay. So, the glass... With a, I, I guess that's a victory level three, but he wouldn't. No, because he, he got, got four, four successes. But <laughs> uh, do you know what? Shot of you, your roll can be defensive. Hmm. You can roll another two dice, or is that a defense roll? Oh yeah, no, I'm not going to attack. It would be a defense roll. For yeah, sure. so roll yeah. another two dice. Here, just take. Okay, okay. three successes. Yeah, so that's level one better. Great. So level one's victory. You are staggered. So you're going to get. Minus I'm happy to take the take the glass of the face and fall to the ground. He, he's pulling ta- the staggered effect on. Yeah, no, I, he chooses to. He hits you and. I thought he threw it. Pardon? I thought he threw it. Yeah, he no, no, he threw oh, it. So it hits you. Oh, it hits you. <laughs> a brief interlude for the audience is that when you score a victory level, you can choose the kind of yeah. uh, effect you want, and, and the stagger have- is two dice loss for the next round. Mm-hmm. But he's not. He wasn't trying to injure you. It's a non-lethal blow. Yeah. I'm like, literally, I'm just going to continue ranting at him. <clears throat> it is not too late for you to be Quiet. who you were meant to Let be. Let me speak! And then he stops all of a sudden and he sees Orion, who's just staring at him. Flapping. No, no, everyone's, the, the falling has sort of settled a little bit. Yep. And he withers within himself a bit and... His indignance is subsiding somewhat. Um, don't know which one to pick. Soulful moment with yourself about he that. Looks, he, <laughs> <laughs> he looks torn immediately. He says, perhaps if we are to get through any of this, I must, I must be honest with all of you. For we may not see much longer of our lives. Some of you more wise. He looks at, at Carpathian begrudgingly. May recognize where his traits come from. Where did I? I didn't write a name down. Empusa. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Empusa was my lover and created him 
but I didn't know. I didn't know how far her evil extended, or how she would use me, how she would use him. But when he was born, and I held him, and I held you, he looks at Orion, above the edge of the earth, above the edge of Immorta, I knew I would throw you off the edge, for you, the very sight of you would offend our god. But she saw you first. She saw you and took offense at what we had made, what we were becoming. And as I held you and was going to destroy you, the world around me fell apart. My wings fell and I was weak. I aged not much younger than the man you see in front of you now. There are tears welling in his eyes. I have not spoken of this ever, but I, and he looks at Orion, we, we are the reason for the fall. And as he says the word fall, almost as if like on cue, there's like rumbling. Not even a rumbling, just like a gut lurching drop. Like the Tower of Terror ride, and you're all f- like in the air, in like like the bubble scene from Charlie's mm-hmm. the Chocolate Factory. Mm-hmm. You're all sort of moving up a bit, and oh. it's a big domed room. I want to shout. That you can thing. hear screams from outside of the building. Gabe has words for Cygnus. What does he say? You're so arrogant and old. You think your god was disgusted by Orion? No, she was disgusted by his father who was going to fling an innocent child to his death. You don't know anything of the old days. You don't know anything of the god you speak of. You sicken me. Don't and I you know of Orion. to me, boy. He is pure good. You're all like floating around, like shouting yeah. at each other. <laughs> I'm going to roll for Orion. Oh, he rolled a three destiny roll. There is something growing in him in the background while you're all shouting at each other and bickering and panicking and raising up into the air. And he's starting to glow and you notice it, but it's not like a light glow. It's like dark. There is something happening. It's like he is growing in darkness as this falling is happening. And he looks like, what is happening to me? Like, I'm not doing this. I'm not a part of this. And he's looking panicked. Like, what? what is going on? What is... Oh, and he's like... He turns to you all and says, If we are on... If we are on Immortal when it hits Mortar... Shit, made it fun for myself, didn't I? We will surely perish. We must get outside. I, I can, I can, I can carry one, some of you, surely. I've never used these things before, but surely I, surely I can do something. I think you can do more than that, Orion. I'm going to try and convince him with persuasion or something. You can try. Oh, bloody, give it a bloody... Try. Give it a bloody good go. Um, persuasion, eh? There is screaming outside, wailing, and actually, like... Uh, I, I'm going to say... 
I'm going to say that Artemis is closest to the door because mm-hmm. she, she, she sort of stayed back through a little bit of this. But if you roll a perception, uh, the challenge level is going to give you a different... I won't give you a challenge level. I'll give you a result based on the roll. Okay. Only one success. Okay. You don't notice much. You just notice the same screaming everyone else hears. Woo! It's just a little clearer for you. All right, Fetch what are you going to try and convince I'm going to try and persuade him that um, he has the power to stop this and he can choose to be good. And he can he can choose to to control his power. When uh, Yeah, when you're calm, it is calm. Try. I'm say perception. This is persuasion. Sorry, yeah, I'm just sort of wondering, like, obviously he'd roll... Do, 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 do. It would just be to... I guess hear it and take it on so yep go for it the dice hate me um. the dice hate you you got nothing and yeah so what? he's he's not convinced because he doesn't want to someone else this is going to have to do something dis- Gabe's well actually this is where I was going to suggest that Carpathian of everyone in the room except for the people directly mm. connected to this knows what is at play and that is that as the old books told, uh, the power was connected to the faith. And that's why you've always had the faith. If you don't lose the faith, if you have the faith, if you bring people to the faith, the power of your God will return, right? So you're seeing all this happening. Everything is falling apart. There is a demonic-looking angel, seemingly looking very powerful but very out of control. And the earth is... Looking closer and closer and closer. You hear screams outside and something occurs to you. I'm going to get you to roll a challenge level three for... Let's say, I'm going to say it's like religious... I'll let you use your archival check minus one. Challenge level three. I dare you to succeed. Hey. Nice. Four successes. Oh, yay. Click. There are lots of people, many of which may need something of a sign to have faith in, and if there's a person they could have faith in, <laughs> they are, they actually might give him the power to save you all. The key to it all is the faith and the boy floating sort boy. of confusedly in the air in front of you. Try and do a monologue. <laughs> do it. Someone else's turn. Orion. Yes. Yes. God, what is happening? You. You need to look inside yourself. I know you are good. I know you are brave and just, and you believe in our God. The power that you have was tied to the return of our God. But. Her power is based in faith. Faith that there is a symbol of our God's presence on Immorta. You need to forgive yourself and show yourself to the believers to let them know that our God is alive. Wow. Okay. Two Not things. all who wander are lost, Orion. I'm going to give you a destiny point for roleplay because well done. Nice. And I'm going to say you need to roll a perception, sh- sorry, a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to 
Uh, I'm going to give you the advantage. I was going to say just burn all my destiny points. I'm going to... Well, you get a destiny point, so you can burn it if you want, but you get an advantage to this roll. Is there a limit to how many I can use at once? No. Destiny points? Not... I don't think you can stack advantages. I don't... I, no, but you decided. can add wins. But you can add wins. As many as you want. Yeah. I need two more. No. What dice are the same color? I lost my chat because of bloody Siri. Can I hear you take blue? I'll take yellow. Oh, That's all right. They're just saying how good that was. Well, thank you. Yeah, well done. And that uh, that the uh, world is going to blow up mortar when a mortar hits it. It's a bit. Year. It's a bit. It's uh, like a continent hitting Avengers, a isn't it? Avengers two. It's a, like yeah. it's naive to think <laughs> it's he totally the plot of Avengers of two. The whole planet's bone. Yeah. Can I burn the point for advantage? Well, you just got. You already you have advantage. I gave you the oh, advantage. Cool. Six, then, yeah. six successes. Okay, so six. seven successes. Yay! Yay! The orator. Oh, seven successes. <laughs> seven successes. Okay. So uh, Orion is rolling a perception against this. Uh, oh, I had to put he the gets one, two, three, four five. four, five, and he is shocked and convinced because the reality is he's been studying all of this. He's connected the dots, but he has been so fearful of what he is, but not taken uh, control of the idea that he could be what he wants. He has felt like it's been out of control, but you see within him in that moment, like, I can do... I can do something. I can... I can do something. And he looks at you and he's like, take my hand. Take my hands. And he reaches out. It's like, everyone, take each other's hands. (laughs) Yeah, so you're holding his hands. It's like, everyone, take my hands. And everyone's like, grabbing hands. And except for Cygnus, his curmudgeonly floating sort of away and being a bit drunk and stubborn and doesn't want anything to do with it. Don't hold hands. Bitter and sad and angry. Father, take my hand! <laughs> <laughs> um, you see him, he, he latches onto the edge of the, where, of the window where he was standing and you're all sort of holding Orion's hand and he smashes the window mm-hmm. and just out, just jumps and out up. the window, yeah. Just <laughs> he's gone. <laughs> um, and Wait, Orion, his dad sickness, went. yeah. Oh, oh, good riddance. Daddy just stopped himself. Ooh. Well, he's probably going up now, so he, he's yeah, going to come back down fine. later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Orion looks shocked, but like the earth is so that you know, mortar is looking closer and closer, and shit's got to happen. So he flaps and sort of weirdly, like you're in space, like zero gravity. Flaps his wings and pulls you all out. Uh, I'm going to destiny fall. Yes. Oh, God. 11. Okay. So it's hard. And in fact, I'm going to, as a result, get you all to roll a grapple check. Oh, shit. Uh, for. Oh, for no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Gabe and Artemis challenge level two. Carpathian. <laughs> And Amphiteron challenge level three because you're further along the chain. Oh, that's oh. three successes. Okay. Well so Gabe oh, succeeds. Gabe ain't letting go. Am I at the bottom of the chain? I got one. Okay, uh, you can, can I, use destiny yeah. points. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, I'll use. We need both. Of one more. No, you only You'd need one more. You need both. Two. Oh, it was you challenge level two. two. So one. Oh, just one. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, what is your question? Am I at the bottom of the chain? There's, there's two chains of two. Two hands being held. That we have uh, Gabe and Artemis. 
and then to connected to their other hands, uh, and I guess I'll say that Carpathian is holding Gabe's hand, um, and Amphitaran is holding Artemis's hand. Challenge level three to hold. Do not let him fail, Gabe. And then I'm dead because I've got two. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's getting shaky. I'm gone. So you're uh, holding that, right? I wouldn't say gone. Uh, you're not, just not uh, holding. Oh come on, on that line was a perfect death moment. It's, it's, I'm not saying you're gonna live. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you just slipped out of our hand. You slipped out of the hand, and you're like floating, like yeah, because you. If we can stop it quickly, you might fall and land. But otherwise, you're getting another one of those crippling injuries. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay if I die. Okay. Oof. Okay. Oh, and I should roll for. I'm gonna just destiny roll for Amphitaron, who. Twelve. Uh, Grip is slipping, but he's barely. He, I'll say he's barely hanging on. So it's the three of you holding onto Orion's hands. You reach the door. There's a guard who's like, "What have I done with my life?" Floating <laughs> 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 around, holding a flower and an empty glass in his other hand, like, "Oh, the gods have blessed me with whatever." But there are like, "Oh my god, it's." A sight you would never have even dreamed of. It's like a thousand people in the air. Some quite a distance. Mm. Some lurching and holding onto their houses or each other. There's weeping and uh, like moaning and some cries of joy and celebration and us. You know, sign. Yeah, absolutely. And some people are just laughing hysterically because death is coming and they told you so. It's ridiculous they, how intensely different and wide the reactions are and also the sight you're seeing so um, we've just come out into sort of visual range are there people in earshot you're entering visual range <laughs> roll a 10 so I'm going to say in the, the near vicinity mm. there's a good 30 people mm-hmm. who notice this glowing power I Gabe Pulls with his free hand, pulls the sword from the scabbard and throws, like, raises it skyward, and then at the top of his lungs, screams out, The Seraphim have returned! <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna make that up, I'm gonna say that's gonna be a persuasion roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna give you the advantage. Okay. <laughs> so, you're, it's anything three plus is a win. Because it's you have a convincing argument, and what's the what's the C at, uh, challenge level? I'm going to give you different results based on what you okay. get. Uh, so you have an advantage. Two roll. One. That is three One. successes thanks to advantage. oh the advantage. Oh, oh thank God. And this is this is the moment I want to work. I'm going to use my last destiny point to make it four successes. Four. Thank. Well done. So in that moment, it's like. If everyone wasn't so bloody distracted, everyone would have immediately stopped and just taken notice. But they didn't, because everyone's so overwhelmed with what they're going and what they're shouting, what they're hearing, what they're seeing. But then this distant sword is raised in line with this energy that's being felt and a shout, barely heard, but just... You actually feel, as you grip the hand of Orion and shout this, you believe it more when you say it. And... The pa- there's something flowing through your arm into your body and it it's like your voice is amplified in a way you've never felt before. Like 
the thing you are proclaiming, the message you are all of a sudden spreading. I'm, I'm more of an angel than the rest of them. It's just, <laughs> boom, it's the return of the seraphim. And it's like, there's just like this slight wave of silence and attention as everyone sort of shifts their attention in their various way to Orion, who is standing there with wings, sort of using his wings to control your motion and sort of bring you sort of lower. And he is starting to, just by virtue of everyone looking at him and the fear and shock and... That, like, you're seeing every variety of expression. There is utter fear. There is uncontained joy and tears and, like, everything everyone has ever hoped or dreamt of or people remember. Someone even shouted, It's the boy of F- Impusa! Whatever her name is. Yes, I got it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and there's, like... All of a sudden, there is more attention on Orion than what is happening. And Orion just looks at you both and he nods. He says, hold on to something. And he flaps down and he like reaches down <laughs> near something. I'm going to, uh, okay, this is going to have to be some rolls because this That's is going right. to be. I keep holding his hand. All right. All right. Destiny roll 18. So he f- flies right down into the town square and there's like a lamppost thing that you, you can all three of you hold on to. But you're going to have to make a grapple check to see how successfully I'm so good you grab at these. onto it. I'm going to say challenge mm. level two. Whoa. Bye, Gabe. One. Okay. One what do you roll, Artemis? Two. Barely gripping, Artemis grabs onto the pole. Uh, and then I'll just destiny roll. <gasps> for I should have used an assist. Tempted around. What is your assist? I... I'm going to say because Amphitaron was holding onto your hand and that mm-hmm. wasn't an amazing destiny roll, mm-hmm. uh, he, his hand slips. And you are actually, at the end of that, the only one holding onto the pole. And not because Orion couldn't get you guys closer, but everything is so chaotic and the falling is actually amplifying and everyone's really struggling. So uh, you, uh, Gabe, slip out of reach and you're sort of falling ab- above, like you're raising up and mm-hmm. you can see this mass of people... Uh, as is Amphitaron. Meanwhile, Orion is just glowing, surging with power that he just has never had and didn't know how, doesn't know how to control. And this is the role. This is it, people. I'm doing one role. Okay. Actually, yeah, no. Nah, I'm just going to... It's yeah. a destiny role. This is the role that des- decides the destiny. Oh, God. Okay. Just do one. I'm rolling. Eight. Okay. Hey, guys, put some destiny power in. <laughs> no, that's, that is the role. Not, uh, not as... Yeah. Could be better. It's not, it's not in the middle. It's not as good as it could be. And he, you can see him. He's channeling his power. He's never done this before. He's never used his wings before. And he managed to get you in the right place. But it took everything he had. And he's... Orion, you can see him visibly just surging all of his power into the... Earth, the the whole of the land mass that is falling, and you can see immediately it's not working. It's too big. Nothing is going to stop this thing all at once. But if he can somehow stifle the impact, he's trying to do that. So he can't prevent the fall, 
but is going to try and contain the impact. You do notice the fall soften slightly. It's not as accelerated. So it's not falling full speed as it would if it were controlled by gravity. It is, mm-hmm. He is resisting. It, uh, and it's more like that, like people are starting to lower a little bit, but he can't stop it. So the, uh, the ground below mortar is getting mortally close. And then this is the impact roll. Okay. Okay? Oh, God. This could go very well or very bad. 17! Oh. oh, thank God. Okay. There's only one little village under the book. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all at once and with a thunderous clash uh, I would say about a quarter of the people who were flailing blah 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 were holding on to something and were somehow connected everyone else who was somehow in the sky or quite distant they do not stand a chance Uh, Orion is with a, a leap of strength and power that he, he's never felt or harnessed but with the desperation of the moment somehow uh, with the faith in himself and that everyone else has imbued him with has been able to right before the moment of impact just pull just wrench up and the impact was somewhat stifled but compared to what is actually happening it's not stifled like there is a massive collision it's like uh, I'm picturing like a, a picture, like an art sculpture of like ancient Greece, and then just a, and here it is today. And it's just the fan thing. I'm like, yeah, crumbles. yeah, yeah. That's all happening in the space of like t- ten seconds. Yeah. So yeah, like every th- stuff is crumbling. The earth is cracking and splitting. Uh, and actually, you guys are right on the edge of the continent, which has that sort of bowl-like shape. So all of a sudden, the impact was stifled, and you're like. The ones that we that were closest to the ground are reasonably alive. Speaking of which, I'm going to get you to roll a destiny roll to see how alive you are. Okay. Okay. I'm going to tell you before you roll. Mm-hmm. Seventeen plus, you're okay. Ten to seventeen, you're hurt. Mm-hmm. Nine or below, there's not really a great way to describe what's going to happen. <laughs> So let's just roll the dice. It's going to be a one. <laughs> 14. Oh. Okay. So you collide onto the so ground. So I'm going to say I, I've got two points in acrobatics. So maybe I use it to like roll, roll into it a bit better. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and save a little that bit is of a my. Very good point, <laughs> sir. So I'm going to say you're falling from the height of about five meters. Okay. It's a, it's a tall building. Yeah. That's not good. It's not good. Uh, but you used to parkour it up a bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> and all of a sudden you notice like, that as it, well, you don't notice all of a sudden, it's all happening too quick to notice anything. Uh, but, um, yeah, there's like, you're near some buildings. So I'll get you to roll an acrobatics check. I'm going to say challenge level four to survive. Five to be okay. Uh, what? No. Nine or under, I was going to die. I still... I'm in the hurt category, remember? You're I in the... a 14. That's true. So this is to see how horribly how, how hurt horribly I am. Hurt, yeah. Don't take Gabe from us. Oh, I'm pretty badly oh, hurt. Wow. Yeah, nah, you... um One. One success. Still alive. Yeah, but not for long. You have a level three injury. Okay. Uh, and unless you're... Basically, your lungs are punctured by your ribs. 
Okay. <laughs> so you're not long for it. Gabe hits the ground. Ow. But close, close to Orion. And there's a wheeze of breath. And I lift myself up and look up through teary eyes and with the... Orion, you did it. You saved us. Orion looks down, tears in his eyes. He's like, friend, but I didn't save you. And you can feel the life fading from you. You can feel the pull away, but there's, there's light there. <coughs> Orion, I, I believe in you. Lead them, lead them all well. You see in the distance, Carpathian. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's not my last. No. Word. <laughs> what are your last words? You're fa- you're falling. You see the glorious, like you see the angel save humanity in that last moment. I come, ever your servant, the Lady Asala. <laughs> and you die. Yes. Hey, what a way to go! I think these are the first deaths, player deaths on tabletop time. I might not be dead yet. Have we had? Have we had player deaths? Justice for Gabe. Not in other one. I guess in other one shots we have. Rogue star. I got oh, executed. Well, yeah. no, that's true. But you're a robot. You're you were backed up. Yeah. Okay. Convincing to fool me through a magic. Artemis, juice. you. I'm going to get you to roll an athletics check. Challenge level three. I told you to be closer to two. Then. Okay, I've only got work in six hours. I'm, I'm just hoping that believing in uh, Orion enough is going to save Gabe. I'll take the death. It works well for my character. <laughs> to two successes. I can blow a destiny point. Your last destiny point. Yeah. So it takes everything you have left to survive this impact. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of death around you all at once. And much like in the sinking of the Titanic when the ship hit was the first bit, then was the tipping. Now is the tipping. So the first bit, the collision, the earth the, is crumbling and splitting. Yeah, sorry, because you get out and drop the dice. The, oh. uh, the entire dome oh, of... Oh, God, the castle behind me is falling. It's not actually. We're still good, I think. Just don't knock it. Um, yeah, sorry, guys. We'll, we'll get through this. We're it's all right. We're, we're good. <laughs> You're good. Okay. It is 2 a.m., people watching this. This is dedication. Um... Yeah, so you got two for... What did I say the challenge level was? Three. Three, and then you used a destiny point. So I just made it. just made it, but Mm. it took the wind out of you. I'm going to say you're staggered, Um, which probably won't count for much, but you can see you're going to need your strength soon because the entire earth upon which you stand is starting to tip forward, and there's like a few hundred metres ahead of you on the edge of... uh, Immortal that is tipping forward and about to collide. Roll a perception check. Challenge level. Maybe you can perceive my broken ass ribs and start giving me medical assistance. (laughs) Challenge level four. (laughs) That's four successes. As you ready yourself and you're looking down at the earth that the that the edge of a mortar is falling into, Mm -hmm. you see. There is a city in front of you that the entire uh, continent, country that has fallen, has landed in front of a city. And there is a huge crowd waiting in front of the city. Mm. 
what looks to be a massive crowd adorned in red and centred around something as the the edge of Immortal falls closer and closer. And all of a sudden you need to brace yourself all over again because it's, it's uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you also notice that Orion is very weak mm-hmm. um, and he's he's used his power, whatever it was. So he he's sobbing actually at the corpse. Oh, the, oh, no, I wouldn't say Not corpse. dead yet. At the Level time. three injuries. But, yeah, no, okay, Seriously no, I, rushed, I did rush to corpse. Sorry. A bit, Thank you. I was a bit I could live with medical yes. attention. That's Fair enough. And he's trying. I'm not getting he's it. got power. He's let go of holding the earth up, mm-hmm. and he's searching, digging at the bottom of his soul for something left to save his best friend. And it's he's just sobbing because it's not there. He's clawing for the thing that he pushed down his whole life, and the moment he needed it most to bring his friend back to save his friend from going, he can't do it. He hasn't <laughs> got the strength, but his friend gave him the strength to save many a people. Okay. Uh, sorry, Orion. Again, again. <laughs> Orion. Yes, yes, friend. I, I just wanted more time with you. Me too, friend. Me too. I'm so sorry. I couldn't save you. Go, go. Help those you can. I'll be waiting for you. And he embraces you one last time. Oh. Lucky that worked. <laughs> okay. You're a monster. <laughs> and ahead of you, you see as the earth falls. Oh, you're going to have to break yourself again. Mm-hmm. Uh, let, I'm going to roll to see how bad, bad this is. This is always a good idea. Destiny roll, 17. So it could be a lot worse, but you're still going to have to break yourself mm-hmm. um, for a big collision. It's going to be a collision yeah, and yeah. slide. Yeah. Challenge level, I'm going to say again acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say challenge level three. Three. Okay. Uh, two. Just two. Yep. And that's it. I don't even want destiny. No more destiny points. Mm-hmm. So the, the edge of the earth collides and you slip, your grip slips and you're sliding down actually towards the palace, mm-hmm. the steps. Um, and I'm going to say you're... Uh, you receive a medium injury, like mm-hmm. two points of injury, just mm-hmm. from your back and side hitting the steps. You're actually rolling down the steps, up the steps, and falling into the palace, um, sliding and slipping, and uh, you end up quite close to you. hit the wall at, that's on the other side of the room that you were all standing in when you met Cygnus. Yeah. Right. You're standing there just like, gasping for breath, winded, and you've probably broken some some ribs and an, and an arm. But crash, the uh, the earth collides uh, and it slides. And in the strangest, almost mechanic, most mechanical way you could imagine, it slides to a stop a mere 50, 100 metres away from where this crowd stands. And the window that you're standing at, um, you can walk up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I would imagine. We'll yeah. Hobble so, over, yeah, I guess. You're <laughs> staggering, walking in, and you look out the window and you see what you thought were crowds of people adorned in red are corpses, are bodies that, in some ritualistic way, seems to have sacrificed themselves. And standing at the center of the crowd is a woman 
glowing black. No wings, but a gaze of certainty and fearsome, like a terrifying nature about it. I'm not picking all the right words, but mm-hmm. cool words yeah, yeah, yeah. to describe yeah, the super epic in, Yeah, in the coolest fast. of words. Just standing there. And then she collapses. Oh. In exhaustion, she just sort of falls to her knees but starts laughing. I'll go over and approach her if I can. She's far away. I start walking. <laughs> <laughs> she, she bloody pulled the continent down. She did. What a... If Gabe what was here, nasty, he would have stabbed her. Nasty woman. So as you approach the window, you reach the edge and you start to climb over the rubble. Of. They're not all corpses. So it's not everyone's dead. There are thousands of corpses, but there are hundreds of people standing around her. She is covered in blood. She's covered in their blood. Right. They have all, like... It's some weird it's stuff like that's going sort on. Of oh, mega yeah. dark yeah, culty. Right. And it's raining people. So she's laughing, covered in blood. It's raining people, and there are hundreds of, hundreds of people, so you know you're not going to stand a chance against going up to her. But I think it's at this point that you look up and you see Orion flapping into the air, rising up. Mm -hmm. And there's like this big glow of power and Empusa standing in amongst the bodies shrieks out, Give me your wings! And that is where I think the one shot will have to wrap up. Mm-hmm. What I happens? <laughs> yeah, she's not cool. That's uh, that is the the story of the f- the second fall of Immorta oh. of the Immortals. So thank you all for tuning in. What happens next? Who knows? Maybe there'll be another one shot. Maybe you can help tell the story with art, with your own contributions or fan art. But I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, co-players, for sticking through this one with me. We've been going at it for nearly three hours two hours and 40 minutes but I hope you have enjoyed it yeah it's great thank you for narrating thank you hey I I, I see it up there yeah, in my Gabe moment, we was uh, you all get five destiny points. That was really good. Yeah, yeah that, that was good. That was. Uh, I, I think in future though, the plan is if we're on time because there was a few comments about like it was really long from what people were used to. Yeah. Is we're going to have breaks, yeah, and have like storytelling yeah. segments, yeah, yeah. So for campaigns, there'll be like forty minute to tops one hour episodes. This is a one shot. It was the big one shot back. It was all in one big hit because I'm releasing it tonight. So. Yeah, it's a bit shameless, but they won't all be like this. Hey. But this is a special occasion. Thank you to everyone for hanging out with yeah, us. Thank yeah, you. yeah. Oh thank you for joining us. There are 200 solid people that stuck through the whole thing and we haven't even properly like announced it or anything. This is going to go up. I'm still marathoning. So it's 20 past two in the morning and I'm hoping to have this video and the, ch- the challenge, the uh, ultimate character design video up Excitement. tonight. So... Uh, I I feel like this was a really cool story. I feel like this really really fits with what happens in the ultimate character design, but adds so much more. I'm I'm a little bit um, salty because you were like, I'm rusty. I don't know how to narrate. (laughs) And I'm like, you're like, yeah, I got this. And then you just throw that at us. And I'm like, oh, cool. Now we have to live up to that. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Dave. Uh, hashtag justice for Gabe coming in there. <laughs> Maybe we can have a part two where we can- <gasps> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I wasn't good at giving you the best poetic death, but um, 
I feel like he's I, not dead yet. I feel like the sack. Oh, that's he's dying. We've <laughs> left it. Fade oh, to black. Yeah, there's a cliffhanger. Level three injury <laughs> is not fatal. Comment, and it was like, oh, sometimes I feel like I can still still hear him. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think we should wrap it up there because this has been a long one but Absolutely. thank you everyone who has actually stuck it through to the end uh that's a that's a that's a big vote of kind confidence and yeah mm-hmm. yeah that, that's absolutely a, anyone who stuck around i'm sure you'll enjoy everything that is to come but yeah mm-hmm. to my co-players thank you for joining me and thank to you. the viewers thank see you for watching you. see you next week yeah, see you next week see you later see you yeah week. see you next week <laughs> <laughs> bye bye everyone all right so that's just the record